song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. <laughs> Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here. Well, look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. But you're working it. And I'm oh, yeah. Hey, buddy. Hi. Troy is here. Jason is here. Still slanging. That's right, we got the whole crew. But wait, what's this? Perfect. Ginger's back. Yes. I have arrived. That's his front. Not from where I'm sitting. (laughs) No, that's my back you're looking at. (laughs) You're quite impressed if that facial expression is any indication. Or bored. Ginger popped into Skype and you were... Either out of frame or faded into the background. And Ginger, why are there two atoms? Like, because Jason won't change his background. Are you there, fellas? Uh-huh. I haven't shit on anybody this week, so you know that's good. It's coming, literally or figuratively. <laughs> Give it time. Still time of the week. So, Ginger, what you been up to since, you, since you've been gone? My life has completely changed, but I'll keep that, you know, to myself for now. Uh, things have been weird, but I'm alive, and that's all that matters at this point. Well, you lost uh, some weight, brother. Yeah. Uh, 55 pounds in four wow, months. Congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Trust me, it, it wasn't the good way. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, it looks good on you, though. So good job. Yeah, I figured you know, you know t- and then I gotta I gotta quit smoking butt soon. Take advantage of losing all that weight, gain yeah. the fifteen back, and I'll still be in good condition. There, there you go. go. There you go. So, <laughs> huh? We had a good week. It's Rumble Week. We're all excited Ooh. for that. Yeah. Well, it was Rumble Week. It's Rumble Recap Week. Now. It's yeah. Rumble Week. Re- Never mind. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Plus, we got another. We got more predictions to do later on, so we might as well just. He was going to say recap. I think every time Sal says re Troy's ears perk up. No, he wasn't going. Yeah, and it go. makes me like anxious, and then I don't finish <laughs> the sentence. Get your show just started. Give it time. Finger always on the bleep button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, or finger yeah, knuckle deep if you're velvet sky. Yeah. Referencing convos before the podcast. I mean, all you gotta do is type in Velvet Sky on Twitter and you'll see her jamming her fucking finger in her vodge. (laughs) There it is. Oop, there it is. Thank you. 
On that note, <laughs> Jason, where are we starting this week? Well, uh... It's got that nice little tap to the asshole, too. So every time, just... <laughs> anyway, well, does anybody have any personal <laughs> stories they would like to share before we start this week's show? Nope. Anybody have, any nice pers- anybody have any nice personal stories that'll follow Troy talking about Velvet's got tapping her asshole? <laughs> and nothing can follow that, unless it's Angelina Love. But anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Velvet's guy was always the better looking one of the two. Agreed. What about yes. the second uh, rendition with, um, what's his na- what's her what's her name that's married to Josh Matthews? God, say it. Come on. Say the fuck is her name? <laughs> It's not Mandy. What the fuck is nope. your name? My God. It was good Jeopardy gonna... music. <laughs> uh, Angelina Love, Velvet Sky, and Madison Rain. There you go. Had, to, had to say all three of them in my, in my head. <laughs> yeah, no, you said them out loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fair. Lacey um, Von Eric, I thought, was always the best. I was going to say Lacey Von Eric was a smoke show. Yeah. Still, still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> how are you, Adam? Nobody asked how you are. How are you doing? How you Nobody doing? cares. Someone finally cares. <laughs> Is that, uh, what's that thing all the dads say? Keep them busy. Keep them busy. Oh, I thought you were going to say living the dream. Living the dream. Don't say that. <laughs> One day if somebody at a time. says that to you, you know their life's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> And typically, they're about to make your life miserable if it's at work, too. Yes. Uh, Adam, how has the season post-Christmas been? Is it getting back to normal? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I saw this thing where people are uh, on Amazon are buying foldable houses. So if you have to throw one of those on the truck, it's going to be a bitch. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing those wouldn't end up on my truck. Uh-huh. We got we got a 50-pound limit. Pussy. <laughs> You got a 50-pound limit, but you're telling me people order, like, two cases of fucking energy drinks. Just yeah. got a 50-pound bus here. But those are in individual packages that are less than 50 pounds. Uh, fair. That's all W energy, right? Prime. <laughs> hey, did they use their Prime subscription to get Prime and deliver it to their house? I'm sure people did. Ugh, Prime. Anyway. Uh, do we got any news this week from the World Federation? Oh, well, 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 since we weren't here, uh, well, we were here, but Ginger was not here last week. Um, we haven't heard his thoughts on the allegations towards Vince McMahon. Um, and of course, we do have some new stuff in that regard. Uh, not necessarily anything pleasant, not necessarily anything that I was hinting at last week that things are going to get worse because that's still going to come, trust me. But uh, maybe some prelude to some of that stuff I talked about. But, uh, yeah, so... Ginger's getting a voicemail. Or he's landing on the airplane, I can't tell which. (laughs) Sorry. uh, Vince allegations. Interesting. I'll tell you that. And I... So it, it... I didn't read the part where Brock was involved. I didn't get that deep into it. So I don't know the the factual side of well, it. Apparently his trip that week got canceled, so he didn't get that deep into it either, uh, but he tried. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
So he did, he um, shit on somebody? No, no, no. Vince, so Vince, Adam, Vince did. Adam, I know Vince did, but what Adam, is, what is Brock's involvement in this entire Adam, fucking can, thing? Can, can you remind us what he wanted to to put on that poor girl? Um, let me see if I if I can remember the seven days ago on our time. Piss. <laughs> yes, according to yeah, the he allegations, he wanted, he wanted R. Kellyer, basically. Yes, according yeah. to the allegations, uh, Vince was very interested in her servicing this former UFC heavyweight champion they were trying to resign, <laughs> who was very interested in piss on you, drip drip drip, pee pee pee. So I still don't. Why are we letting Ronda Rousey off the hook here? Mm-hmm. You know, Shayna Baszler, Matt Riddle. More than one former UFC star, I'm just saying. Sure. It's true. Except only one former UFC star was removed from the WWE Supercard game and was not in the Rumble this past week. So, Supposition, yeah. Troy. Sure sure feels like that they're, that they're hinting at, at who the uh, person is. Allegedly. Sure. Allegedly, yeah. That's like that's like the one Twitter post where it was like, this guy allegedly cut his dad's head off and showed it on camera. It's like we're watching it; we can see it. It's not allegedly <laughs> anymore. Well, then that guy will probably be backstage at AEW next week. Oh, most um, likely. Oh my god. <laughs> so okay, so I have come to the realization that people with money get bored and they just don't. They do whatever the fuck they want, no matter how bad it is. You know like, they just don't care. It's funny that you say that, because when I was t- reading the stuff from today, the one thing that was running through my head, and some of you will remember this probably from, I think it was Beyond the Mat, uh, that scene in the bar, I think it was, the hotel room with Jake Roberts, where he's talking about, you know, hey, first time you go on the road, you cheat on your wife, and then you do that a few times, and then that doesn't do it for you anymore. So you pick up two girls, and then mm-hmm. after a while, that gets boring, so you get three and that's not doing it. So you bring in toys and other guys. They're like, but that's really what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. it's when you're when you've got whatever you want, anytime you want it, you never satiated. Yes. Okay. Welcome so I'm glad I'm not the only person that. <laughs> I, look, I mean. Also, let's not forget we're talking about the same guy who wanted to do an incest storyline with his own daughter on TV, uh, made out with Trish Stratus right in front of his wife. Mon- I mean. Sure. <laughs> she was she was comatose. Say it made, in dog language. <laughs> made other grown men jam their face in his ass for oh television. Like, this is a guy who's got some issues. Let's be real. Hey Troy. Yes, sir. A few weeks ago, uh, you had mentioned that you watched the Netflix series "The Fall of the House of Usher." Yes, sir. I have since watched the series. I thought it was fantastic. Is this Usher the singer? No, no. Um, so here's the thing: the the main uh, antagonist, Roderick Usher, he is mm-hmm. like the the cinematic version of Vince McMahon in my mind, hundred percent. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's he's supposed to be like your general kind of like a, a asshole, asshole leader of a, of a corporation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who gets whatever he wants, has for decades, and just. It's fucked over so many people in the process. Yeah, the difference is his kids never tried to uh, oust him from the company or, you know, quit and never accept his money oh, until they came back. Jason, do you have anything uh, from the Shane story that came out? 
anything from the Shane story that came out. Yeah, wasn't there a report that he was trying to like fight off that behavior for like decades, and that's why he left? I, again, that's all. It's that same fucking. Oh well, so, this happened, so let's yeah. assume this is why it happened. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't, oh, nobody's got a quote from Shane. It's all you know. So and so, I heard this rumor, and it's that Meltzer yeah. bullshit. So I didn't want to even give it hearsay. Kids, credibility gotcha. on that front. All right, so I guess we can talk about what has happened since we discussed this last week. And uh, it's been actually quieter than I expected it to be for most of the week. And then today happened. Um, First off, the first thing that happened was that we got a statement from Janelle Grant's lawyer um, who said, and I'm going to pull up the article here, uh, it's been a long process, and she wants to speak out for any other victims and eradicate this culture of corruption that has permeated every cell of the WWE. My office and my inbox have had a barrage of people wanting to come forward to attest about this culture of corruption and also possible victims. We are just beginning now to wade through all this, but we're frankly overwhelmed. Chin- Grant wants justice because she wants to change the culture that is going on in the WWE. She wants to help other victims. She thinks by speaking out and coming forward first that others will feel emboldened and encouraged to come forward. So So that's what she had to say. What do you guys think about that? All I got to say is that if she wins this case... Here comes the money! (laughs) Uh, Yes. Although, what is the likelihood of her winning a lawsuit against Vince McMahon? Many people Uh, have attempted. Nobody so far has really succeeded. Okay, so... I will will remind you again, it's never about winning a lawsuit. It's always about getting a settlement. Yeah, settlement. Most, Most lawyers will turn around and go, you don't want this to go to trial. You don't want a jury as your peers. You don't want any of that. Just fucking settle it. That's how Vince settled it in the first place. Have you seen the movie Liar Liar? When he says settle, settle, settle. That's what what they want. Listen, we Mm -hmm. all at one point, as we've discussed this, have made, you know, the suggestion that this isn't a pursuit of justice for this woman. Um, That she only came forward as a result of the fact that he didn't pay her. Now, I do think it bears pointing out that one of the items that Vince had to pay for was a private therapist for this woman because she clearly had some sort of mental issues as a result of what happened. So um, that is, that's there. It's in the list of items that he purchased. It's, it's black and white. He also purchased her titties apparently because it was a $20,000 bill for a private plastic surgeon. The Vince paid a hundred percent of um, could have been a but, nose job. Shin Mark. But, sure. but okay, we can assume it's titties. But anyway, <laughs> have you have you seen Vince's female roster? Yeah, probably titties. Um, anyway, but yeah, so clearly whatever happened uh, had some sort of impact on this woman to the extent that Vince felt at least responsible enough that he paid for her therapist. <laughs> so bad. Uh, which is uh, yeah. I'm gonna fuck you up emotionally, mentally, in every way possible. And but don't worry, I'll pay for your therapy. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm just gonna fuck you <laughs> with my Kofi dildo. Um, anyway, Jesus, boom drop. That's okay. That that's okay. That one's done in eight seconds. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, the other thing that happened. Bad. What's that? Yeah, it's not it's not as bad when it's nice and quick like that. Although there might be some trouble in paradise after you use it. I did find it funny, Troy, that you posted a picture of the six black champions, world champions in WWE history, and four of them had been beaten by Brock Lesnar for their title. That was kind of funny. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 that definitely is something. <laughs> Brock has a type. Uh, anyway, <laughs> at least he didn't piss on him. Um, so anyway, the other thing that came out today was the Good lawyer on. for John Laurinaitis finally came <gasps> forward. And... Uh, <laughs> And we've got a big scoop coming up in just a couple moments. But uh, the <clears throat> I'm reading from Vice here, who apparently was the first people to speak to the lawyer, Edward Brennan, uh, who said that his client is himself a victim, just like the plaintiff, Janelle Grant. Um, the truth will come out, he said, in the suit brought last week in federal court. Grant says that McMahon and Laurinaitis sexually assaulted her in WWE's corporate offices and that McMahon also trafficked her to Laurinaitis, the company's former head of talent relations. McMahon, according to the suit, went so far as to schedule appointments for her to sexually service Laurinaitis. <sighs> Big Johnny. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Vice News reached out to Brennan, an attorney in the Tampa Bay area, to confirm that he represents Laurinaitis. He did so, adding, as an aside, Mr. Laurinaitis denies the allegations in the misguided complaint and will be vigorously defending those charges in court, not the media. Like the plaintiff, Mr. Laurinaitis is a victim in this case, not a predator, and the truth will come out. So the plaintiff now, is a victim? <laughs> my first problem with this um, is that in one hand, he calls their allegations misguided, but then basically confirms them. Mm-hmm. If it was I don't Paul Heyman, have that both ways. If it was Paul Heyman uh, speaking for his client, he would have said, "Who she claims is the victim." <laughs> he would have used something to facilitate that, not confirming that Janelle was indeed a victim. So. That being said, what the fuck is Johnny's lawyer going to do other than completely just try to trash this girl's credibility? That's like little, their defense. Well, I am I mean? a little disappointed in Vice that they didn't ask uh, attorney Edward Brennan how he felt about the fact that he would pro- probably be being immortalized in dildo form once this trial is over. Right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've pulled some strings. We have a special guest joining us this week here to address these allegations firsthand, not through his attorney, Big Johnny himself, people power, John Laurinaitis is joining us. John, how are you? I'm okay. I do feel violated. I I know, and I appreciate appreciate your, uh, your stance here claiming that you were also a victim. Now, I do have to, I'm not trying to take issue with what you said, but I am looking for your perspective here. Um, Um, How would you classify yourself as a victim in this incident? I just, (laughs) take it, take it, take your time. I know it's been, it's been a long week. Yeah. Take your time, Johnny. It's okay. We're here for you. Oh, I, 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 Sorry. Uh, 
just got choked up by some semen. I mean, um, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure your lawyer here admitted that you did. Um, it sounds like you were forced to penetrate this woman, but I mean, that sounds like what he's going with. I'm not sure how that works, but um, um, wait, event, are you are you talking about Ms. Grant or are you talking about Droopy Dog? Yes. You leave Droop Dog out of this. Okay, Which brings me, we'll, and we'll get to this in a moment, but we also received a statement from your from your daughter-in-laws this week um, who had something to say. Um, but uh, anyway. Uh, I, I have a question for Johnny yes. Ace. Yes, uh, Johnny, uh, what did Droopy Dog say when she heard these allegations about you? She, she must have uh, confronted you. Woo! <laughs> Yep. So, um, yep. I, I, I can only assume now that for somebody who spent the last, God, 30 some odd years with his head jammed right up Vince's ass, um, intercourse with a woman covered, inner woman, intercourse with a woman covered in his feces was probably not a big problem for you, right? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I broke him. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, listen, it's time to cut the shit and, and, Admit to what you did, okay? <laughs> just just tell us the truth. Explain to us that Vince has been forcing you to do things like this for decades. Go ahead, Johnny. It's okay. You're Look, in a safe you, spot. If you need to trauma dump, that you're more than welcome. Uh, folks, thanks. Thank you, Johnny. That was exclusive content from All right, the man so himself. Who's still listening now? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <sighs> Ginger's a little out of practice, <laughs> dude. If we get Chat oh GPT or what is what's it called? Chat fucking <laughs> GT or whatever it is, the fucking voice software. Can we make the Bellas appear on our show next week? Oh my God. No, I'm totally not. But why? We could question them about no. Big Johnny's. All we have to do is have Troy email them and tell them about that he did a show recapping their reality show, and he'd love mm-hmm. to have them on to discuss it. Oh my god! So maybe don't we'll tell them the show. Tell them we'll Venmo them the money <laughs> after Jack they do the show. Tell me. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> well yeah i'm guessing vince ain't gonna pay illegal bills now oh no oh now we enter the punk banana part of the fucking trial tear up. i'm not paying for that oh, fuck's legal bills all right so in any event i assume for the next few months at least we're going to be hearing more and more stuff coming out like with anything else, uh, one person comes forward, and then a lot of people come forward, and you just Most never know how much of that is accurate and how much of it is just people trying to jump on the gravy train and cash in on something that maybe didn't even happen. It's. That, I mean, that's however, true. at this point, I'm finding it very hard to assume anything Vince is accused of didn't happen. Listen. <laughs> 
long fucking night, guys. Listen, Jason, the shit will come out, alright? One way or another. One way or another. It's gonna happen. Literally talking when he was doing it, so. Uh, we should probably move on. I'm sure most of the listeners already have. So. I feel the need to point out that we're not poking fun at Ms. Grant. We're, no, we're, not at all. We're making fun, fun of Vince. Johnny Ace for me. Vince and Johnny, yes. Because yes. they are both gigantic fucking piles of shit. Like, yeah. whether it turns... I mean, they could. it could turn out that this is all they are false. such. They are, Vince and Johnny are and such... they're still they, giant pieces of shit. They exactly. are such giant piles of shit that Vince would gladly fuck in them. <laughs> so that's okay so this is the one thing and i don't think we even discussed it on the show last week everybody who's ever heard a story about vince has heard that the dude is a ridiculously hardcore germaphobe i thought you were something gonna say about, he's ridiculously hard all the time <laughs> something about him fucking a girl not his shit does not ring true based on no, what no. we've heard of vince in the past oh but based on uh him demeaning women i can totally picture him shitting on someone's forehead Right, but then go in and coming like back and fucking her while she's covered in shit? No, he peaced out at that point. He let Johnny in. <sighs> That's not off. what it says. <laughs> no. That no, part's a lie. Read the 67 yeah. pages. It says that he he shit on her. Then he said, continue fucking Johnny. I'm going to go wash up. He goes and takes a shower, then comes back out and continues to fuck her while she's covered in shit. Right. Maybe she got now, Again, there was another year's she took a worth shower. of she did yeah, not. No, and after that night, Johnny, how you the would fuck think, could you do that? What is wrong with you? Now you, you would think Who after after that woman? that the woman would be like, "All right, we're done." That was probably low and low. There was still another year's worth of a relationship after that. Right. That Just wasn't the last. Straw. What was your proudest moment, Johnny? How much? Getting to watch Brie eat out Nikki while Droopy Dog is on top of you. I'm pretty sure JJ was jacking off in the corner. I was going to say, you got to put JJ in there somewhere. He's a cocky. He'll just sit over there. Sometimes he dresses up like Superman. All right. Anyway. I feel like nothing good is coming out of this conversation. Anyway. Anyway. Talk about the Royal Rumble, shall we? We shall. Well, we should before we get to the Royal Rumble, uh, we did have SmackDown, the go-home episode. Um, nothing incredibly important happened until the very end, where we did crown new women's tag team champions as the Kabuki Warriors defeated Katana Chance and Caden Carter, ending their title reign, and I think they said something like 80 days? Something like that? I don't know, it doesn't say here, but... Um, um, nice little run for Caden and Katana, but it felt like they were just placeholders until they put these tiles on the Kabuki Wars. They've been talking about damage control taking all the gold for a while now, right? Yeah, it definitely felt like placeholders. We'll see if they get them back. Maybe they they work themselves into a, a mania match for these titles. Who knows? Because they're they're exciting, right? Um. <laughs> I enjoyed what they've done since they've been on the main roster, but it was quite obvious those titles were going on on the Kabuki Warriors sooner or later, and apparently it's sooner. But 
Um, it didn't surprise me that they did it the night before the Rumble just to build that story. Yeah, and I do appreciate that they went right back to the old Kabuki Warriors tag team music because I actually enjoy that. So, mm-hmm. much. All right, so with that done, now uh, I will give I uh, I will give props to Triple H. We did we finally had a go home week. Are you ready? The, we finally had a go home week for the Royal Rumble that didn't involve a Pier Six brawl. Mm. So the thousands in attendance. The millions watching at home. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. So, did y'all watch the kickoff show? Ginger did. Always watches the pre-show. <laughs> I haven't changed that gimmick. <laughs> I had it on. I wasn't paying any attention to it. Okay. Didn't even know they, there was one. There was they a couple a, interesting things. They did, a, they did a bit with Trips and was it Kayla, Sal? No, no. It was, um, was it Kayla? Anyway, Shit. It, okay, fine. It was Kayla. Kind of standing, kind of standing in the entrance. It wasn't and, Kathy, right? No. No, it was Kayla and, then. All right. Trips is just talking. By about the way, we, that just reminded me we haven't gotten Ginger's take on the return of Snack Time to WWE. Obviously, I'm fucking pleased about it. But we lost Dinner Time. It's almost like they're fucking Clark Kent and Superman. They yeah, they can't be in the same place. They gotta shed their skins each time. Seriously. I love it. Anyway, they're they're in the entrance way. And Tripp starts going into the thing. He goes, are you ready? And then he looks at Kayla. And he goes, no, I said. And Kayla just goes, Kayla just goes are you ready? Like, it's never been like that, ever, once. <sighs> know the gimmick. Know the product, goddammit. Nope. Also, in the same pre-show, um, we found out why Booker T does this and why he's back on... He just he loves the attention from the crowd. They were chanting for him during panel, and he just oh my god, like ten minutes of soaking it up. Like, for fuck's sake, dude! Are you saying Booker T gave a good panel? Uh, if only. I'm not. I wouldn't Sounds say. He, I wouldn't say that. I would say he, he certainly enjoyed the crowd. Yes, he enjoyed himself. Well, now, now we're foraying back into Big Johnny's territory here. That's, it's, it's a one-man panel is what we call it. Um, <clears throat> have you watched much NXT, Ginger, since since we've no. talked to you? No. Honestly, the, I basically just watch the pay-per-views, honestly. I, All right, so, so, yeah. so you haven't been uh, privy I'm, to I'm the... trying my best to make it like work with all, uh, all wrestling, all but right now it's just pay-per-views, and I'm going to... I'm trying to squeeze Raw and SmackDown in too. So. so, so you haven't been privy to the joy that is Booker T on commentary in NXT. I, I mean, I watch clips. Okay. Yeah, but... he's getting the gist of it then. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, the coolest thing I've seen in a long time is what uh, LWO did on the, in the three way with Carlito. By the way, the six man tag. You them off when the they launched rope. fucking uh... fucking awesome. Not Taco, the other one. Zion fucking Z-Mai on Zion, break your neck. Joaquin Wild. Joaquin Wild. Jesus Christ, guys. DJZ. Um, yeah, they launched him about 30 feet in the air. That was crazy. Look at time-traveling Sal. He's calling Johnny Johnny Ace. He's calling 
They, Joaquin Wild Zima. They Ion. all called him Ace backstage for decades. That's what that's who he was. <laughs> but anyway. Troy, which part of this did you want to take? We'll start with the women's rumble. Yeah, I'll do I, I'm I'm taking wasn't, care of both rumbles. Wasn't the question that I asked, fuckface. <laughs> yeah. Attitude was, was unnecessary. <laughs> all right. So, uh, before we get into the rumble, they wind up showing Randy Orton walking down before the show. And in the background, they're showing Roxanne Perez's Tron. Oops. Thus spoiling that surprise. <laughs> uh, Hulk Hogan gave the editors some work to get all those N-words out of his promo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pat McAfee's music hits to interrupt Corey, which, of course, he proceeds to tell you. This is the second year in a row that Pat McAfee has ruined his night. So, all right. I am going to go ahead and go through the entrance, go through the eliminations, give you a couple of thoughts on it. As always, interrupt me at any point in time. Jump in whenever you want. It's not that that's going to be any different than any other night, but make sure to uh, do your thing. So, Speaking of Ginger, how excited are you Nia Jax is back? You must have been thrilled to see that. We'll get to that. Because <laughs> I'm a monster. So we start off the women's rumble with Natalia. She couldn't yeah. get gear that didn't show off her bra. Like, either, either go without and let the risk the titties flopping out or get different gear. I love the fact that they mentioned. That Natalia has been in, what was it, seven or eight Rumbles at this point? And they're like, yeah, she's she's been in the Rumble for one hour and 45 minutes. It's like, you've been in eight Rumbles? Yeah. And you're not even averaging mm-hmm. 10 minutes each Rumble? What is that, 10 minutes a Rumble? Woman too? Yeah. Yes! She had... So so essentially, she had one where she was in there for like fifty minutes. In the and she was in this one for a long time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the others yeah. must have been like three, three to five minutes. And, and <clears throat> yeah, you got to admit, guys, when she makes her entrance, it's you, you understand because as much as she annoys the piss out of us, the reality is that right. the fans respond to her. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. stupid fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So coming out at number two. She's a my yay zing. Naomi makes her grand return to the WWE. Uh, tit window in full effect. <laughs> um, I was slightly annoyed at how commentary played this. And I don't know if they were just distracted because Michael Cole gets all fucking starry-eyed anytime uh, Pat McAfee sitting next to him. But uh, mm-hmm. Naomi makes her entrance, and they're talking about something completely different for, like, I don't know, 30 seconds. And then he goes, oh, Naomi's back. And I'm like, way to yep. undersell it, you fuck. Like, what the fuck? You know better than that. Oh, I uh, do have breaking news, apparently. She will be on the SmackDown brand. Okay. Oh, nice. With the I, bloodline? I, Shocking. Well, no, her husband, probably, the, is the key, the key part there. So I'm she is... The bloodline or not. So she is no yeet. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I noticed with Naomi, even though she's been working TNA and and has been working matches up for that, very kind of off at the start of this. She got better as the match progressed, but 
the timing was a little off the you know and i don't know if that's just because of the, the there was the a lot of that in the women's rumble i thought so. yeah there was yeah, yeah yes. we picked up on that too especially at the beginning it was rough in a lot of spots yeah um the other thing with naomi the one, the one who i thought looked the best doesn't even work in the company but yeah. on that later yeah, yeah. <laughs> Naomi really loves to have her reversals include her doing the splits or like completely sitting down because she did it like every minute in this match was like her like squatting down all the way or like I mean, dropping to her ass. If the goal is to it. throw somebody over the top rope, if you're squatting down to the mat, it's harder to do it, right? Well, sure. She's fucking smart in kayfabe. All right. Yeah. Uh, entrance number three is Bailey. And uh, at this point, having picked Bailey, I went, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> really? <laughs> That's a little early, yeah. Her number Same didn't here. bother me at all, but that made her number made her reaction on on SmackDown so, make sense. So typically, the the rumbles work where one if they do the Iron Man person like start to finish or early to finish, the, usually the next year it's somebody mid to later in the dra- in the number order that wins. They don't usually do it. Same. And with Rhea having won from the one position last year, it sort of was like, oh, they're not going to do somebody lasting the whole time again this year. So, but but they definitely whether regardless but they of already who's been made in charge, so, yeah. <laughs> regardless of who's been in charge, they've definitely booked the men's rumbles very differently from the women's. With the women's, they Sometimes tend to do the same thing, like the apron fight at the end, over and over again. <laughs> but you know, so Bianca won from number three two years ago, three years ago. Rhea won otherwise, from number one last year. Yeah, otherwise it's been Rhea number one, Rousey number twenty-eight, right? Um, Charlotte well, seventeen, up. which is yeah, seventeen. So they, so they did exactly what I was just saying. They did right. <laughs> Yeah. So that was, that was a little different. All right. Um, so Bailey comes out, crowds behind her. Wish I was. Uh, she proceeds to eat, eat Naomi's ass. Uh, and then in another which, one which of Michael my Michael Cole called the rear view. I'm like, I know she hasn't been here in like a year, but that's know. not the rear view. Yeah. <laughs> um, Natalia is not in position for a double drop kick, so it looks very fucking sloppy. And uh, that was about the time that I noticed that Naomi has some major tug going on with that outfit. Uh-huh. I'm at it. I have no idea that was I. Didn't say I was. This is ground control to major We should come tug. up with a name for that move that she has that Michael Cole incorrectly identified. I, thought, I believe Bailey called it groceries in a tweet, didn't you? Yeah. She did. She did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Eat my eggs. But I feel like that was reserved for Tony Storm back when we did NXT, Ginger. So mm. I don't think we can pass it along like that. I was thinking maybe the pink guy. Okay. There you go. That works. Number four, Candice LeRae arrives to zero reaction. Oh, Candice so Can, enters and we immediately get the, uh, the the low light of the track cam they've got on, okay. the, on the entrance aisle. Because she runs right past it and it just doesn't move from its position. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so since we brought this up now, let's talk about this real quick because I saw a lot of the, in particular the stands fucking doing their thing about this. Oh, there's no reaction. First off, they're in a fucking stadium. Yeah. The sound is not as contracted as it is in a, in a, in a more 
tightly constructed arena. It's more open space. The sound doesn't reverberate the way it does in a thing. So there can be a lot of noise, and on TV have it not sound like there is. Um, that being said, the other thing that came became very obvious throughout both Rumbles here is that they need someone else to do their music because yes. the music is very much generic and unidentifiable mm-hmm. to the point where when when you had CFO dollar sign, the first fucking chord of a song, you knew who it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, maybe 10 guys and girls, maybe. Fuck, Rhea is one of the biggest talents they have, and when her music hits, you don't necessarily know right away what it is. And, and with the her her this is my brutality you know it right. but yeah but and in the baseball stadium they don't have the <sighs> giant screen where the video pops up right away to tell you who it is either it's on it's along uh, the dugout so most of the fans mm-hmm. can't see it so it was it was very very apparent that the music situation needs to be addressed to the your, other thing too go ahead I was gonna say to your point um. Way before CFO dollar sign, even when we were growing up, you heard somebody's entrance and you instantly reacted, either in a good way or a bad way. You knew the heels, Mm -hmm. you knew the faces. Everybody, like, even like somebody like Road Dog, it got the crowd amped just to hear that fucking opening. Oh, you didn't know? Like, Mm -hmm. we don't, everything is so watered down now as far as music, except for the top people. The top people, you still know who they are Seth, Cody. You know, Randy, Roman. But even some of those top people have really bad. Like LA Knight's music is really bad. I don't see. You keep saying that. I don't mind it. It's it's MJF yeah. levels. It's just generic as shit. Yeah. Uh. So. The, yeah. The other thing with the arena was the the seating arrangement was a little weird because the the ramp turns halfway through it. So you literally had a bunch of people like in the front row who were facing just the crowd mm-hmm. and had to like turn to face the ring. So it was, it was a maybe not as conducive as it could have been. That's it. That's uh, because that's, I, I, Sal and I were talking about that uh, during the show. We, that's kind of base. I blame that on the fact that it's a baseball field mm-hmm. because yeah. you know, you, you know, they, they set up WrestleMania in the football field and that's a big rectangle. So you can do the same right. kind of stage at one end ring and then towards the middle, like you do to, on a, on a basketball court. Right. But whereas this is uh we're working with here is basically a giant circle, and you don't want to put you got to find a place for the ring where it's well, fairly centralized, right? And depending on how you've configured it, those seats might be bolted to the fucking ground. So right, true, right. All right, uh, we get a very slow code breaker onto the back of Natalia, and uh, entrant number five. Your TNA knockout champion, Jordan Grace. At which at which point JBL somewhere backstage went, You sure I can't go out on commentary? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the this this was the first time where I was like, Oh, the guys are going to be creaming their pants over the fact that so many people that they have worked with are showing up tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ginger, you remember we had Jordan up at APW, right? For her weight loss and transformation. Mm. It was like a uh, 10-woman tag team match back when the uh, Ed Hunt was running around with the women's title. 
You don't remember don't either, Adam? That's a, that? that's a flashback. <sighs> I don't remember that, unfortunately. Oh. But I smoke a lot of weed, so yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. funny. That'll do that. Amen. But also, 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 brother. Interesting to note here, they referred to Jordan Grace as the TNA Knockouts Champion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas when Mickey was in it a few years ago, they only referred to her as the the Impact Women's Champion. They refused to use the phrase Knockouts. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So the crowd does pop for her, which I thought was great. Um, And. Jordan looks like she belongs in that ring. She looks 100%. like she belongs in oh, the yeah. Even though she's short, <laughs> because of the fact that, you know, she's looks the way she is. And I understand she probably pisses acid due to the roids, but she does come off as very impressive. And, yeah. And then we get something. Well, hold on. One, one more thing, though, cause, because when she entered, they did a very clear moment with her and Naomi who yes. was the woman that she w- took the title from and mm-hmm. the previous Thursday they had their rematch on Impact and the Sorry. impressive thing about it was that the crowd really fucking reacted to it like they yep. knew what they were doing and that was sort of surprising to me because that's uh, that speaks to a lot of crossover between TNA's audience and WWE's audience which I didn't necessarily right. know was there I think so, I think Sal and I were kind of on the same page watching this. You know, Jordan gets in the ring and she and Naomi go face to face and they hug. And what happened is then they started elbowing each other in the face. I think what we wanted to happen is they hug and then Jordan just tosses Naomi over the top rope. Uh, uh, yeah. So I will say now, Pat McAfee on commentary. Obviously, he's a guy that goes out there. He he doesn't watch the product as much as I'm sure he would like to. Because well, he will going forward. More on that later. Forward, yeah. Um, but his, him not knowing who Jordan Grace is could have come off one of two ways. It could have come off as Booker T not knowing who people are. <laughs> or it could have came off as exactly how, how Pat put it, where he's like, TNA's got an absolute weapon as their women's champions. Like, that's the way you put over a partnership. That's the way you put somebody over is he takes one look at her and goes, holy shit, look at this chick. Mm-hmm. And and to me, how much she weigh? That, oh, I was yeah. just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, I was wasn't gonna say that, that no, no. Pat was great putting Jordan over at that point. There were other times throughout the night that Pat had that that energy about him of of that dude from uh, King of the Ring '94. <laughs> What's his name? Arthur something. Wasn't it Mania? No, it was not Mania. No, it was definitely a C. It was a Battle Mania Battle Royal, wasn't it? No, no, no! It was a King of the Ring. Our Donovan was King of the Ring. Yeah. Our Donovan, oh, okay. that's his name. Yeah, it was a whole pay per view with Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon and I think uh, Roddy Piper on commentary during this. Roddy Piper. That's what I said. Roddy. No, Piper. it wasn't. Roddy Piper. Ginger heard it. Try to remember. I'll go ahead. No, I think it's funny that every time you say it, and you call it on. It's hilarious. Uh oh. Adam got Adam got all logo. Oh no, he's back. Yeah, I don't know okay. what the fuck's going on right now. I don't even know if I y'all can hear me. Again. Uh, I, can hear. I hear you. We hear you, but your picture is like finger guns to the sky. <laughs> Call me out at number six, Indy Hartwell. Now, she had a nice little pop. Um, comes out looking great, as usual. Doesn't do her, her eat pussy entrance, which was kind of bummer, but, uh, you know. Um, still not 100% positive why she's not getting pushed, because... The crowd was into her when she came out. 
Uh, as she walks up, though, Naomi's just outside of the ring. Don't know what happened there, <laughs> but uh, wasn't eliminated. Uh, there was a couple different times where women just randomly were outside because we missed it with the camera. And there was even time Pat later on with Chelsea was just like, oh, and Chelsea Green's eliminated. It's like, mm, she wasn't, though. She wasn't. I understand when he looks and goes, oh, there's someone just fucking sitting on the, ma- on, on the outside. <laughs> so, that you would the think that. That's the of the baseball stadium is that you've got the giant fucking walkway that has the angle in it. Mm-hmm. So in order to cover everything and that entrance, it takes longer. You think back to like the Madison Square Garden rumble. Everything's right. on hard cam. The entrance is right there. You can see the entire ring and what's going on while you're seeing the entrance. This just wasn't conducive to that. Right. So out number uh, out at number seven, Asuka arrives in full demon mask, and Bailey doesn't look happy about this. No, I'm very confused. I think the damage control plan was for Bailey to be in this thing by herself so that nobody else would take her spot from her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they they did a great job of playing a lot of that up, and we'll get to it later mm-hmm. uh, in some of the things. But um, Asuka comes out, tells Bailey exactly what to do. Yeah. <laughs> And then Bailey goes for a high five, and Oscar just walks away from her. Which they actually did on SmackDown too. After they won the tag titles, Bailey held her hands up for a high five, and they walked away from her. Oh and of course, this is even better because later on in the match, Oscar high fives Kyrie Sane. So you're yes, like, oh yeah, yeah right, right over too, right? Yes. Uh, and there were and several gets... points through here where Bailey made it a point to save Oscar. And then whenever mm. Bailey was in trouble, Oscar walked away. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, they definitely played that story where it's like yes. they don't, they do not want Bailey to win this. You know the story that I told Sal they were doing months ago, and he argued with me about it. But yeah, right. Uh, Indy gets chucked over the ropes. The so one where you claim Dakota Kai is the leader, but I've been telling you for months it's Io. Okay. No, we'll see where Dakota this Kai's goes. still the leader. We'll see where it goes. Who's the mouthpiece? So what? Io's the champ. Anyway, I had to put my mouth on her piece. Oh. Um, yeah, it, Indy gets chucked over the ropes and she dodges Asuka's ass. But Bailey comes running up, and our first elimination of the night, Indy Hartwell, is eliminated by Bailey. And number eight, Ivy Nile arrives as Bailey drags Asuka back in as she was on the apron. Nile comes out and he's a house of fire, um, but then Naomi. Either sandbags her or Ivy just had trouble getting her up. I couldn't tell. Um, I don't. Ivy think... just had trouble. Yeah, I, I don't say, think Naomi's that like way. Yeah, a miscommunication, if nothing else. Right, and then Bailey sticks her head out of of the the, the ropes or out of the ropes and goes, "Cole, Cole, get in here, get in here, Cole." <laughs> but I they love... wouldn't be assholes and have a man enter the women's Royal Rumble. Jesus. Technically, he didn't. Technically, they didn't. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Out of number nine, Katana Chance. Um, Without the title. Yes, with it. But Asuka came, came up first, okay? So they, they mentioned that she had it. That was that was my relation where I was just like, oh, yeah, they, I guess they did that. Um, Katana wearing, like, the little boy shorts and braids, like, would be hot, except for the fact that she is the size of that person that match with ginger uh she's just, she's so fucking tiny and like <laughs> yeah but she's flexible as all hell dude oh i know well, she's I the know. same size as fucking um zelina vega well so Zelina's a little thicker though sure but yeah. i mean height wise like height height wise ivy nile katana chance 
uh, Zelina, they're all very short. Jordan Grace is like a little bit taller than them, but not by much. Alexa so, Bliss, five feet of fury. Right. The the height differences really started to play a role when you've got fucking. It, well, she was out by this time, but Ivy not or uh, Indy Hartwell being just a normal sized person <laughs> and then towering over them. All right. Um, it's it suplex the little people as Ivy and Grace both show off. <laughs> I like that. I like the that. The um, suplexes were, was was nice. Yeah, especially putting Ivy in that position. Like, hey, you know, look at her in the same light as Jordan Grace, WWE Universe. I thought that was nice. At some point, at some there point were... before that spot, because I have this in my notes before that spot, Michael Cole calls out, "We've never had two winners, but we've had overtime." Uh, Michael, 1994 call. To be fair, Michael Cole was not with the company in 1994. So, it doesn't matter. Not what he said. He said, I know. Never had. I know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You should know that. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's going to make Botchamania next week. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah. In in AW overacting uh, 101. You get Natalia standing there watching this double stalling suplex with just like waiting for a dick in her mouth. Just like, oh, I can't believe that they picked up women that are like 92 pounds and dropped them on the mat. Like, like woman, you used to be a tag team partner with Beth Phoenix. You've seen a very strong woman before. Uh, right. And number 10, Bianca Belair arrives. So... We are at 10 entrants, only one elimination, so we have nine women in the Rumble right now. Uh, Bianca catches her foot on the top rope (laughs) when she tries to get in, but recovers nicely. Okay, so when Uh, she caught her foot on the top rope, after some of the timing issues we had up to this point, I I said to Adam, I said, what the fuck is going on tonight? Is it just timing? Is it like everybody is like not used to working with each other? Because Naomi's back, Jordan Rumbles Grace is are in. hard, dude. I, I bet to... they are. I yeah, bet they no. are. I mean, we, what was ours? Uh, J- yeah, how many, how many did we do? 10? Every year it was different. It was, sometimes it was 15, sometimes it was 20. Dude, and, and I know you don't know this, Sal, but like it is, with that alone in the Indies, never mind like WWE style, like it is a pain in the fucking balls because you have to make sure everybody communicates. Yeah. Right. And over and above that, it's it, in that scenario, it's very easy for an accident to happen and somebody to yeah. be eliminated who's not supposed to be. Now all of a sudden the person who was supposed to throw you out isn't even in the fucking match anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very hard to script yeah. rumbles. Yeah. Yeah. You have, there's so much things that you have to have to do where you, you, where you're really just hitting keynotes where you're like, okay, Bianca, you're going to eliminate this person this way, but all that shit in between, her coming out in that elimination, that's like, and, do and you thing. don't you don't have a lot of room to maneuver either. Yeah, so you're right, talking about that's why it's so many punches and kicks and mm. very not very like exciting fucking ranas and shit like that very often. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Bianca comes in, hits a double netbreaker to Bailey. Although if, and if something does go wrong, you can talk to the referee and she'll change the WrestleMania plans on the fly. So. <laughs> mm, that's true. Good or thing. Katana winds up getting our first idiot of the match award as she stops Bianca from eliminating Asuka. Uh, Bianca then ducks under Candice and stacks them both up and hits punches from the top rope, which isn't smart. 
she then sets up Candace, Bailey, and Katana and squ- splashes them all. Number that 11, is a sandwich I would not mind being a part of, though. You know, there's a lot of booty in that one. Uh, number 11, Kyrie Sane arrives. So now all three Elgin members of the Damage Control are in a match. What was, uh, what, what did Kyrie have in her hands when she came out? That would be a parasol. A parasol. That would be a parasol. It was back. <laughs> Friday yeah. night it was back. Yeah. Kyrie looks a lot hotter than her last stint, though, for sure. Well, that, like, like, yeah, that was her whole thing was when she went to Japan, she said, this is going to be a new Kyrie," And then we and, saw and, it was a new Kyrie. Yeah, I was going to say, what did she do? I like the whole well, Japanese hero thing. She, she was yeah. a heel when she left. Yes, but she, she finally she yeah. finally drank she finally drank that WWE heel juice that makes you hotter after you turn heel. Mm. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. You get the special the yeah. special grapefruit juice. That's uh, right. I'm a big fan of email Kyrie. I think it's a much better look on her. Oh mm-hmm. yes, understand. Yeah, Sane actually does save Bailey, uh, then proceeds to spear Katana, and damage control all take on Bianca. <laughs> At this point. There, there are just hair extensions littering the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of Kyra, various colors. Yes. Uh, Kyrie goes over the top rope but hangs on. Bailey then goes over, but Asuka and Kyrie proceed to take out Candice LeRae, and Candice is eliminated by Kyrie and Asuka. Our next zero reaction entrant, number 12, Tegan Knox. Uh, hold, hold on, real quick. Do you think they put Candace and Indy together against the Kabuki Warriors from Mania? Not for Mania. I don't know about Mania. They had that match a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, and and Candace and um, Indy lost pretty clean and yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. That's the thing. No. I don't know why, but they, they just are they? not clicking. And it's not their right. fault. It's that they don't give them anything to really do as far as personality-wise. Yeah. So the I, WWE I blame Dexter just, Loomis. Yeah, that too. I don't think it. I honestly don't think it helps that we kind of got no follow up with any of that on the main roster. You know what I mean? That guy's still yep. employed. Yeah. So Tegan smartly goes under the top rope in order Probably to get onto the top rope. On uh, Jordan tries to powerbomb Tegan out, but Natalia saves her since uh, they're a tag team. So I'm not going to give her an idiot award. Uh, Natalia then attempts to turn on Tegan because Natalia literally does the same fucking spot in every rumble. Natalia is then eliminated by Tegan Knox, and Tegan Knox is then eliminated by Bailey. Tegan Knox is my new favorite wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> I will say. Speaking of doing the same spots every year, every year Troy says, "Jump in and interrupt me anytime you got something to say." And then when we do, he looks annoyed at us. <laughs> I only look annoyed when you interrupt me to make more shit jokes. I already like exhausted <laughs> the fucking shit button on buttons that I have. That's fair. listen. Most of my jokes are shitty. Let's be real. Well, you know, uh, number thirteen, Caden Carter completes the tag team. Uh, she say shakes her whap before heading to the ring. Bailey chucks Katana into Caden, who uses her to stay in the match. I get what they were going for with that, with the like having Katana like land on her back and then flip it's back in. Silly string. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't look great. Yeah. Uh, K2 then tried to eliminate Asuka, and Kyrie gets dumped over, but only one foot hits the ground. Asuka tries to grab her back in, and clearly somebody missed their spots. <laughs> 
So my favorite, I, did I, I don't know if I posted this in the host room, but my favorite thing on Twitter was like the image of Kyrie like hanging off the front mm-hmm. of a subway train. Yeah. Yep. Well, okay, so I honestly think that they th- think they thought they were going to be able to just have Oscar pull her up and just right. save her. It was just, it, she was way too far down. It was just yeah. And with yeah. the LED screens, there's nothing there. Like if there were just skirts you could probably place your foot Mm -hmm. along the the cable that runs along well i i also do think that either bianca was supposed to go over there and knock them out or kaden and katana were but were supposed to knock them both out because you could see like asuka was yelling at somebody Mm -hmm. and she was like holding on so so i felt like there was somebody not in position there but anyways Kyrie is essentially eliminated by Caden Carter. Really, she just couldn't hang on anymore. And then Asuka is immediately eliminated by Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Yeah. Um, like you said, it probably was they, uh, Asuka was going to save her, but then they both get eliminated by mm-hmm. uh, K-squared. So, K-squared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number 14, Chelsea Green is out next as Bailey screams at them about the plan that they had. The uh, Asuka and Kyrie leaving, obviously. And uh, um, Chelsea with the rainbow skirt that mm-hmm. she had specially made for this event uh, for support of LGBTQ+. And she made a actually signed interview with her earlier today where she was talking about how that's not her normal entrance to sit there and have her back turned to the crowd, but she wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. it made it on camera and they got the pictures and everything that she could nice. post for that. So cool. Yeah. Already a better showing this time for Chelsea. Cause not only does she last longer than three seconds, but she didn't break her wrist either. But it was also fantastic that she got in and they immediately tried to throw her out. And then she got in and she's like, Ooh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then she again tries to get a little She's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Agreed. Grace and Bianca square up. Grace goes over but skins the cat. And then Bianca flips Grace over the top ropes, hits a KOD on the apron, and Jordan Grace is eliminated by Bianca. Don't do Ow. that on the apron. No, no, don't. <laughs> but but, not to a guest uh, from another company. <laughs> right. But what is showing? What is showing for the TNA Knockouts champ? She did great. I thought she did. I think absolutely. I said in the host thread afterwards, if that was a job interview, she nailed it. There oh yeah. <laughs> And and I think the reason they wanted to do that for her elimination is like, like you just said, like show her off and like you know how many times they probably practiced that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she didn't get just thrown out. She they oh, literally had to do a finishing but, move to her to get her out. Right. So so uh, to, yeah. to to the point we were talking about earlier with Sal Ginger, like. You practice that move, but when you practice that move, you're fresh and you're just doing it. Yes. After you've been in the ring for 25 minutes, you're yeah. seeing yeah. the cat. And, but, like, doing that move is not the same in the match as it is in practice. Yeah. Plus, Jordan definitely has the show muscles. Mm-hmm. So you do feel like, yeah, she's she's not going to have as much uh longevity in a in a ring as somebody I else think will. So, but she's had but yeah, some really she's did really good in this one. Yeah. yeah. No no signs at all of fatigue the entire time. And, so uh, I bet, afterwards, I afterwards Sorry, on Twitter said, you know, I have a feeling you'll be seeing a lot more of TNA soon. So mm-hmm. hinting at yeah. potentially more collaboration. I thought she was hinting that there was going to be a male TNA star in the male's men's rumble, but uh when that didn't happen obviously hinting at more collaboration between the two. Yeah. So do you, do, you think, nice. do you think TNA as a company was like, 
do we want to send her? Because they knew, like, unless WWE plans on buying TNA, which I don't think so, but... I So I have said on this show multiple times, there's some financial arrangement between the two. Yes, yeah. Um, but it also wouldn't shock me to see WWE, for example, send Natalia over to challenge for the Knockouts title on yeah. TNA. Yeah. It's a partnership, and it benefits yeah. both because they're getting a lot more eyes on TNA this week. And unlike other crazy. partnerships, some TNA say, guys will actually win matches in this. I was going to say, a TNA WWE partnership will certainly fare better for TNA than <laughs> AEW partnership. Mm-hmm. Then. Uh, yeah, but TNA as a, as a whole is like, shit, we know she's going to bust her ass there. Like, Do we, do we want to send her? Do we want to do this? I'm sure they must so, have loved the Vince allegations coming out the night before. Uh, Slim Jim certainly did. So tonight on TNA Impact, Giselle Shaw and Savannah Edwards take on Jordan Grace and Evans, sorry, and uh, Trinity. She is literally in both companies right now. <laughs> and still, still on, well, yeah, of course, but it's it's funny to me that it's like she's two different names, <laughs> right? Different companies, right, which right. is great. All right, number fifteen, halfway I do through. I wonder if they'll go back and redub the audio and the commentary since they don't do it live anyway, and call her Naomi on commentary. I'm curious oh. to have to go back and watch. Maybe, yeah. All right, Chelsea take to partner Piper and Niven is out next. Uh, Piper catches Green and thinks about dropping her. And <laughs> Channeling her home. awesome Kong with her gear, by the way. <laughs> okay, so but that spot was that for a while. fucking amazing because she hold, yeah. she's holding Chelsea. Oh, and she, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The look, no. look on Chelsea's yeah. face, amazing, absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. So Vanilla Kong puts Green back into the match. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, and we get we get a cool little graphic that they used for both rumbles, where they showed the yes, three lost people. Yes, yeah, which I thought was so cool. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Chelsea, By the way, Chelsea. watching it watching it with Jackson, it was at this point that he's like, "There's no way it's two minutes." What a fucking time! Oh, it, was like, it was like ninety seconds. Oh, it's never. It's it be hasn't 90, been yep. two minutes in decades. They changed it to ninety seconds. But even with that, it's not 90 seconds. It was pretty close tonight. On this it was night. pretty close this Not night. some of the men's go, ones. Wow. Go ahead and go I guess ahead it depends on to... where you count it. Do you start it from the time they enter the ring, or do you start it from the time the buzzer goes off? Oh, I buzzer, started from right? the buzzer. Buzzer, to buzzer. Yeah, yeah, buzzer to buzzer. Uh, That's the 90 seconds. So, Well, then go ahead and go back and watch the Valhalla entrance, and you'll realize that that was more than 90 seconds in between Wow. <laughs> one of the next yeah. one. That's because they try yeah. to get too cute. But anyway. Yep. So uh, Chelsea gets stacked on top of Naomi. And uh, when Vanilla Kong does a splash, Naomi drops down to take Green's pooper right into her snout. So that happened. <laughs> Just jam that, that, that asshole right into your face. Number 16. Oh, but we're not, but Chase die. is not allowed to make any more poop jokes. Right? <laughs> If I'm talking about somebody's <laughs> anus slamming into someone else's nose, I'm going to mention it. <laughs> and so to be got, fair, according to the report, it sounds like it was an inadvertent shit that Vince did anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> got too excited, bro, pal. She was tossing the salad. And, and you know. shit just happened. 
Dude eats a lot watch, of fiber. Watch that pull up. an object out there. Inadvertent shit is the name of my fish cover band. <laughs> so after of course the initial shock of somebody's going to die when Sally came out I realized that there was an awful, awful lot of Asians in the women's rumble and there was an awful lot of Hispanics in the in the male rumble that's why Adam turned it off that's right, right. <laughs> so while sorry we're, I had to yeah so while we are uh, focusing on the fact that Zaya almost separates Green's shoulder, Bianca is almost eliminated by Naomi, and it looked like she was laughing the entire time. And I couldn't tell if that was her... It didn't look like her normal selling. So it literally looked like she was just, like, giggling. And I don't know if it was because she was happy Naomi's back, or if Naomi said something to her or what it was, but it sure looked like she was fucking laughing. I didn't catch it. You you gotta see that in the ring, especially like you know professionals that do this for a fucking living. They're gonna throw cracks at each other in the fucking yeah. That shit happens where like somebody skins the cat and all of a sudden your fucking thumb ends up up their asshole. It's just that type of shit that happens in a match. (laughs) It's fucking weird, man. Ask cousin Larry. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, that's (sighs) not an accident, but no. No. How many times has he jammed that up, you, Adam? Only the once that I recall. Okay. I know once we were ring announcing him, he chased you at least. <laughs> right up the old poop shoot. It was when he. It was when he and Jake were doing the lap outside the ring. Yeah, I was standing a little too close to the ropes. Apparently. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh-huh. See what happens. Sure, Let's... Sal. Blame the victim. <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't get shit on. Sorry, sorry. That's last one. The next thirty For seconds. Now. Number 17, Zelina Vega arrives to bring down the average height. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she's in cosplay, so, which immediately breaks. <laughs> oh, even better than that. Have you seen the, the like other angles of her entrance? No. So mm-hmm. they're doing the countdown. She has to stand in the walkway, exposed completely to the audience, sideways, because she couldn't have gotten that thing out through the entranceway oh on time. God. So she's yeah. just standing there with the black screens, and you hear the crowd go, five, four, and then like it turns, the buzzer goes off, and she like side-slides side <sighs> out of the door, and then turns it <laughs> It wasn't that thought out, I can tell you that much. No, and it wasn't even that good. It was like that shitty fucking thing Athena wore on fucking AEW that one time. Yeah. yeah it's just less just articulate. A- Right. Yeah, just the just the supposed metal wings, which the Nagas had. It was yeah. wasn't it Fortnite? No, yeah, I think it was Fortnite. Was yeah. it Fortnite? I don't know. I thought. Yeah, it was... the, I mean, the the Athena one looked like she put it together from the broken parts of the phone booth in Bill and Ted's, but. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> Vega hits a meteora to get into the ring, and then Piper catches Vega, and Zelina reverses. At this point, number eighteen, Maxine Dupree arrives. So that'll make <laughs> what? Uh, who? Maxine Dupree? Nope. Hmm. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so so Cole Cole says it regular, <laughs> and McAfee goes, "Who is that?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no. First Cole tries it the gimmicked way, and he cracks his voice trying. <laughs> Maxine Dupree. He goes, Maxine yeah. Dupree. <laughs> 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 funny. 
<laughs> like Talk Michael about Cole. people who had a rough showing in the Royal Rumble, though. <laughs> Michael Cole? Oh, no, Maxine. Oh, oh Maxine. So, oh. so not, Maxine. Not following up that Rhea debacle very well here. No, not so much. <laughs> so Maxine immediately tries for an airplane spot and completely fucking botches it. See, it's, it's so hard. I mean, the weird thing no, there's is... There's no when such you, thing as a botch. Yeah. The weird oh, thing sorry. is when you go... Fuck your ass! The weird thing <laughs> is when you go back and watch it, it's hard to tell where it went wrong. It looks like everybody's yeah. where they're supposed to be. It just didn't look right. Right. Uh, they try again for the spot, and this time it works. Um, Piper then squares off with Maxine, and she proceeds to play dead. Yep. Uh, Bianca helps Zelina get a code red on Piper. Uh, they both try to get Piper out as Caden runs in to help. Chelsea comes in to break it up, and Piper places Caden over the top ropes, and Caden is eliminated by Piper Niven. Number 19, Nia Jax fats her way to the ring. Oh, uh, God. Right, you time, know fuck, fuck y'all, because I'm going to say something that nobody wants to say. Since her return, Nia Jax is doing fantastic work. Oh, yeah, she's been fantastic. Been, I agree. It's been much fantastic. better. Her, her ring works much better. Her mic works much better. Her gear is better. Everything about her, her song is better. Everything about her presentation is better. She is killing it right now. Yeah, that face on her pussy. Um, she's terrible. So, so this time they didn't play her music early. So at least that was a plus. <laughs> uh, Naya catches Alina and chucks her into Zaya. And then Zaya Lee gets dumped out of the ring by Naya. Then Ivy Nile gets dumped out by Naya. Which was hard to type. How is Zia uh, Lee still employed? Good question. question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because when she came out, I was like, wait, she's still fucking employed? She had a title match against Becky for the NXT title a few months ago. I I understand. I understand Becky her. To a decent match. Actually, but... actually, no, no, no. Not just a title match. She had a program with Becky Lynch a couple months ago. At the same time, she had a program with the NXT Women's Champion, Lyra Valkyria. True. So it wasn't like Becky's main focus, but still. Becky didn't get offered tea. <laughs> nope, she did not. Speaking of tea. Piper misses a splash and hits Chelsea. Oh, this, so this, this was This whole sequence was poor Chelsea. <laughs> which, is, which was great, though. I know. Like, yes, poor, yes, poor Chelsea. But the way that they did it, it continued to feel natural. It never <laughs> felt, it never felt like she was like running in a position or like that. It right. was always like, so here we go. So she she hits Chelsea, Piper, her own her own tag team partner. Um, then she avoids Nia's splash, which then Nia splashes into Chelsea instead because Piper just got out of the way. Uh, then, then between these two. Green, uh, Green gets squashed in the corner by the two high-calorie ladies in the match. And everyone starts to gang up on Naya. And Chelsea comes between Piper and Naya and gets squashed again. <laughs> Naya then isn't strong enough to slam Piper. And Naomi drops Naya onto Chelsea. <laughs> to kind of, And she's still in the match. But, yeah, definitely took a lot of punishment there. Um, we so talk good. a lot about heels willing to show ass and stuff like that. and I wish she'd show more of her ass. I mean, her ass is Sorry, amazing. Sorry, But Chelsea... I mean, she's shown a lot of it already. True. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Chelsea is going to be remembered for things like this, even though they're silly and they're campy. It's it's perfect for her character right now, and I think mm-hmm. to her credit, she is doing an amazing job. Who is the uh, redheaded chick? Awful one that could work recently. Your mom. I wish. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Eva Marie originally brought it. Eva Marie. Okay. This is what it should have been with her and Eva Marie, with Piper and Eva. But Chelsea just does it better. It's true. This is what this is what it should have been, but they badly dropped the ball. And I mean, thankfully, Eva Marie was not not good at all anyway so but yeah that they, uh, they 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 put chelsea in the position where they they were looking for something for her and they found it mm-hmm. <coughs> number 20 shotzi arrives in her tank everybody starts doing moves to naya maxine swivels her cunt and does a reverse caterpillar and splashes naya kind of <laughs> kind of Everyone uh, gangs up on Naya to try to eliminate her fat ass, but she pushes everybody off. And then Bailey, yep, Bailey winds up eliminating Maxine. And then Piper gets eliminated by Naya. And this was about the time that Pat mentions that Chelsea was out, even though she had just slid under the bottom ropes and was just kind of hanging out there. And of course, the fact that she crawled over to Piper and been like, "I'm so sorry," so it did make you feel like Naya went ballistic. And mm-hmm. then eliminates Piper, and we see Chelsea consoling her outside. So I said to Adam, I'm like, did Chelsea get eliminated? And he's like, I, yeah. I, I don't know, I didn't see it. <laughs> so then apparently she didn't, which we were like, all right, I guess. No, I thought, I, I thought she had been until she actually got eliminated shortly thereafter. Right. Yeah. Uh, then Katana Chance is also eliminated by Nia. Uh, number 21, Becky Lynch arrives to a huge fucking reaction. To me, she looks so gaunt in the face. Yeah. Like, she just, her body still looks the same as, as it did. I did. She doesn't look unhealthy in the body. But whatever reason, that face just looks like uh, like she lost a lot of weight in it and nowhere else. And so, yeah, I don't I know. I'm glad yeah. somebody else brought that up. Becky goes right after Nia, of course. Uh, kicks her right in the moose knuckle. Uh <laughs> As I'm, so while this is going on, this is another thing, thing that I thought was so weird. Katana Chance is just fucking around outside the ring. She's out. She's eliminated. But she's wandering around, not like to the exit, but back by the commentary table. And it's like, where are you going? <laughs> I was I couldn't figure out what she was doing. But it happens a couple times through this one and through the men's one where people will just get eliminated and just like hang on the ring other than the people that obviously are there to like catch people all of a sudden you'll just be like why the fuck is that like so the end of this match there's only like six people surrounding the ring (laughs) so i I can i can help with a little bit of this too um they're very big on not wanting to get the people who are leaving in the shot as the people who are arriving Yep. Mm-hmm. So they'll try to wait until the horn goes off and then sort of get back quickly. But because you have such a this long runway, a lot yeah. of the times now what they'll do is they'll have the talent go and take that sort of shortcut between the timekeepers in front of the commentary table mm-hmm. where the timekeeper is, and they'll just go out through the crowd. But they have to wait for security to be there to escort them through the crowd to do that. Gotcha. Okay. 
Makes sense. Uh, Chelsea gets back in and runs into Bailey. This time, Green gets out of the way of Naya, and then as she's on the apron, Becky comes over, pats her on the top of the head, and eliminates Chelsea Green. I thought the pat was nice. This is sort of the perfect way for Chelsea to be eliminated, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. She did a good job, though. She did a great job. And I think this showing... a good hand? Yes. This uh, this showing here kind of tells you that, like, oh, yeah, WWE has a lot more confidence in her than they did in the past. You know? By the way, Matt Cardona is fantastic on Twitter, if you haven't seen it. He's a, he is a lot of fun. He can be a prick sometimes, but he is a lot of fun. He'll, he'll just randomly tweet things like, if somebody will post something about Chelsea, he'll be like, yep, I get to see a WWE even naked every night. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he tends to do... Yeah, he tends to deflect a lot of like negativity towards her by yeah. by doing that shit. Where it's just like, because yeah, fans are assholes. Yeah. Like, sorry, Adam, go ahead. I was gonna say apparently, apparently he hunted down a prototype of a WWE replica of his internet championship that they were that they had made and were thinking of you know selling in the yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this cost me more than the actual internet championship. <laughs> nice, nice. Number 22, Alba Fire arrives with Isla, Isla Dawn, who will not be in this match for some reason. Sadness. <laughs> Talking about people who had no idea who this person was. Jesus Christ. Mm. <sighs> but goddamn, I, Isla Dawn is thicker. Yeah. I had an issue because I, spoiler alert, I watched this Monday, the the entire thing. Um, but the, the Saturday event, I was kind of popping back over every once in a while and I popped in and Alba Fire was in the ring and I had no fucking clue who she was at first. <laughs> like, Sasha Slamovich there. Yeah, I I was like her then uh Katana Chance was the same way. I was like I'm like is, is that her? Like is, is that like I was like so she's funny. tiny so I think it is, yeah. Um okay. So Alba tries to eliminate her doppelganger Bailey because they we're dressed fucking identical. Uh, <laughs> Alba gets both Selena and Shotzi into a Widowmaker and sloppily drops them both. Stop doing double moves to oh, people like this. I was going to say that. almost never looks good. The double sharpshooter is the dumbest fucking thing ever. But this here, where you're like having to have someone jump onto your back so you can get him into position, just doesn't look right. No, and it's not... Impressive the way they think it looks like when Biggie does mm-hmm. something like that. It doesn't look. Yeah. It looks um, clumsy and, and yeah. out of place when when they're doing this spot. Yeah. Uh, Becky gets put outside, but ducks in Nia clothesline and gets back in. Number twenty three, the uh, Shayna there comes out next. Uh, she arm locks Alba and then makes her stand on her hand, which again, why? <laughs> I know it looks cool, but it makes no sense that Alba's like, sure, I'll go ahead and do a fucking handstand on your knee. <laughs> uh, Shayna then judo flips Naya, which was pretty impressive. I like that they brought in four <sighs> former women's tag team champions, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was no love lost between the two of them, because yeah, Shayna was immediately like, I'm going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Valhalla arrives next at number twenty-four, and did she? I, well, she officially did. She did. She came up first before before douchebag and Cole. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go uh, ahead. 
Ginger, you're, you're probably not going to understand this, Dan, why he was saying it. But Cole mentions that he really hopes that Valhalla has the antlers on. Um, but <laughs> it's because of the fact. Yes, it, it's because of the fact for like two weeks in a row, she came out without them. And Cole was trying to say that she was antlerless. But he, he kept saying say the word. <laughs> yep. He kept saying, saying like either antlerless or antlerless. And like Baird was just like antlerless. So that's why he was like, oh, good. She's got the antlers on. Because that was what it was. He, he was lost his, his own fucking shit. Yeah. She's got the antlers. She's got the antlers, Pat. <laughs> Pat, you I'm don't a understand. Friday. That's a bad enunciation. You an ant. Mm-hmm. Then our truth comes out, and he runs out and passes by Valhalla because fuck her. I fucking laughed. I'm not gonna lie. I'll be the only one. Maybe. I, I will. Fine. No, no. I laughed when he turned around and said, "Where all the men at?" That was kind of funny. Yeah. But the so whole he, po- the whole spot, I was like, Ugh. yeah. So again, we've we've talked about it before that Black Eugene has a, has an issue with things. So he, he did look at Valhalla and was like, what the fuck are you doing out here? And then he, he gets into the ring, realizes it's a fucking clam bake. And, and then, yeah, like, like Sal said, it's like, where are all the men? Naya chucks him out, and it to me at first, it looked like Valhalla was trying to scream at him, being like, you took my spot and got eliminated? Which I was like, if that's how we're going to fucking do it, that's stupid as hell. But instead, Adam Pierce just apparates into the area there, and... <laughs> He yells, like, this is the women's rumble, so Truth is out, and Valhalla is in. Valhalla gets in and immediately is dumped out by Naya, and she ties Chelsea for shortest elimination, because I think three seconds is the shortest you can be eliminated in the match. No, didn't Bushwacker no, you can do a second. Like one second? Yeah, for the Santino match. Morello, one second. So Bushwacker, <laughs> Bushwacker Luke was two, and then Santino was one. Yeah. Okay. All but right. he wasn't he ready. And then immediately got clotheslined out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um... R-Truth does ask Pierce where his hair went, so I, I guess he thinks that he's Dominic Nick, Mysterio? No, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, thinks, Nick Aldis, sorry. Yep. Nick Aldis he thinks Adam he's Pierce Nick Aldis, yep. Right, because he you is... See, so so see. they did a video backstage mm-hmm. where he says something about what happened to your hair, and Pierce goes, Jesus, that, that's Nick. He's like, Mysterio? <laughs> yes, because again, he has mental illness. It's funny because he's stupid. Yes. I, I laughed. Whatever. Fuck y'all. Mishin is here at number 25. Who, uh, it's no longer Mia Yim. It's just Mishin. Nope. He's now just Mishin. Yep. Uh, she drops Bailey onto Shayna. And then Naya fats herself onto Mishin. And then Alba gets eliminated by Naomi, who finally gets an elimination. She had been in there for like 40 minutes without an elimination. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, you are going to look really fucking dumb if you don't get at least one. <laughs> uh, number 26, Zoe Stark arrives uh, as Bailey rides Nia's back and calls a call to watch her. Watch me witness call. Uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, Bailey has the Bailey and could... Cole rivalry is one of my oh favorite my gosh. things. That has that was so, so earnest fun. and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stark that one pay-per-view she, she, a couple of years ago where she came out and she had coal shaved, shaved into the into side the of her head? Yep. <laughs> and then I he think it was there. a Rumble yeah. or Mania, wasn't it? It was like yeah. a Rumble, I oh, thought, yeah. I love them. 
Zelina goes for a code red on Stark, but Shayna saves her, as she is her tag team partner. Zelina and Shayna are both outside, and Stark kicks Vega in the head. Then Shayna powerbombs her onto Alba, who's on the outside, which, of course, eliminates Zelina Vega. I was not aware that people were waiting for her on the outside, and I got scared shitless. That she was going to get powerbombed on the concrete? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is the that is the proper way to to showcase something like that, because you didn't see Alba until... <sighs> Zelina was literally flying into her. AEW would have made her take the bump, you fucking pussies. No, AEW would have shown her waiting there for 10 seconds. Yes. (laughs) And then missed her catchers entirely and hit the floor. Right. Number 27, earning their first points of a special entrance, Adam gets a point for Roxanne Perez. Uh, she goes after Stark, uh, then Becky. Becky tries to eliminate Perez, but she skins the cat back inside. Shayna tries to lock. Shayna tries to lock in a triangle, but Naya then picks her up. Shayna's eliminated by Naya. Misha's eliminated by Naya, and then Shotzi's eliminated by. Wait, Shotzi? Did I miss Shotzi's entrance? No, no, no. no, 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 no I thought you were way back. You got Never mind. Yep. Okay, and then Shotzi's eliminated by Naya. It's just three quick ones, just to kind of let, empty out the ring. All right, this is the one I was assuming people were going to be talking about. Number 28, Jade Cargill, makes her WWE in-ring debut to a huge reaction. Ginger, uh, are you familiar with with Jade? Did you ever see her in AEW? No, I don't watch that garbage. Fair, but she is... uh, (laughs) The fucking AEW guys don't even watch the show anymore. No, I I didn't watch this week. Um, She is... uh, She's got a... A fucking distinctive look, and she's a powerhouse, so it was, it was good to see her in the Rumble. Huh? And they showcased uh, her. Oh, so, that was gorgeous, what she did to... I'll, I'll hold let on, hold on, recap on. it. I'll let so, interesting to note, however, her presentation was mm-hmm. essentially the same as the AEW presentation. There was really no mm-hmm. WWE spin on it, complete with a storm is coming on the intro, the same pose, the same gear, essentially... It, it was AEW's Jay Cargill in WWE. It was no yep. discernible WWE spin Did put on her. Did she trademark all of her shit? I would yeah. assume so. Yeah. Probably. It's got to be what she, it is. Because she's got her name, for one. Yeah. Well, it's her so, real name. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know how WWE is. Um, so that, that's the thing. Next week. People, like to, people like to mention that, like, oh, Cody and her both came to WWE with their AEW presentation, but that's not true, because Cody was doing all of his shit before AEW even existed. Yes, he was. He was coming out to that that, that entrance of that, but this is, but Jade is for sure the AEW presentation on WWE TV. That being said, it's not the win that the stands think it is, because literally during the Attitude Era, you had guys jumping ship to the, and they would have the exact same presentation. Like Xbox. Uh, by the way, they didn't uh, change check who Adam they were. Copeland. Yeah, right. <laughs> Adam Copeland. Adam Adam Cole literally does the same entrance too. Yeah, Dude, Adam lot, Copeland comes Hardys, out to the same, same music. music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, the Hardy, that, that, same WWE yep. music. Yep. Yeah, but that's that stuff doesn't matter to the stands because that it it disproves their point. <laughs> All right. Okay, the um, stands don't matter. There's only like six of them left. So right. Yeah. Nia and Jade have a stare down, and a holy shit chant breaks out. Jade then picks wasn't up Nia. Even the, wasn't ease. even the biggest standout, standoff pop that we would get with no. Jade in this thing. 
Yeah. So she picks up, up Naya with ease, drops her ass, uh, then does a pump kick, and then Jade chucks Naya over the top ropes, picks her up, and body slammed her over the top ropes to eliminate her. And that right there was like, yep, you just showed exactly what this woman can do. She picked up the most obese woman you have on the roster and chucked her over the top. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't know, her or Piper. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, maybe Piper. I think Nia is actually better than Piper at this point. She's she's gotten into better shape, yes, I know. I just I just like to make fun of her because that's what I do. Too. Yeah. <laughs> the camera pans over and there's Becky Lynch just laughing at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at Becky first, tried... I think Becky was like... Right, yeah. No, yeah. she she did. She had a little bit of a shot. And then Becky and Jade went at it, which I thought was yeah. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Be- Bailey tries to eliminate Jade, but she can't. And... I got to say, like, WWE just did in 30 seconds what AEW was never able to do. It's not to say that uh, AEW didn't drop the ball on Jade. Um, they they did everything they could with her. The problem was is that she had reached her ceiling there. And going to WWE showed, like, this woman has an even higher ceiling in the WWE. And doing this sort of presentation, having the crowd pop, it's the biggest crowd she's ever been in front of. Mm-hmm. Um it shows you everything you need to know about it. Like, and her even talking about the fact that like, I'm, I'm happy I got my start in AEW because it prepared me for the big leagues, which of course is another thing that the stands are going to be like, I can't believe that they're claiming that AEW is a stepping stone. It's like, you are assholes. And there's, honestly, <laughs> like, if, if they ever embrace that, there would be nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. That's not mm-hmm. a bad thing to be a stepping stone to the fucking WWE. Right. That's why when, once T and I realized that they were that same position of being a stepping stone, they got better because they realized, like, we don't need to hire a bunch of XWB guys to try to make our product better. We can literally have our guys progress. And then WWE, now that we're in a part- partnership with them, we'll talk about the fact that, like, AJ Styles got his start in TNA mm-hmm. and all these different guys over that. And then people are going to go, well, if you had... AJ Styles in this place, and you had Bobby Roode, and you had all these other guys like that. What do they have there right now mm-hmm. that I could eventually watch and see them come to WWE? And Jordan Grace, I think, was a great example of that, where it was like, that's the level of talent they have to have over there. You should go watch that. Now, they don't talk about it, and maybe in the future they will, but they should bring up the fact, people like Lashley, people like Drew, that went over there after they left WWE, and Mm-hmm. Fucking made themselves better, you know. Yeah. Yep. Number twenty nine, a point for myself and fetus as Tiffany Stratton arrives for her very first Rumble match. Tiffy time. Yep. So she comes out Imagine immediately. Is your first time seeing Tiffany Stratton? Absolutely. And what do you think? I, I'm, I'm betting you liked it, didn't you? Yeah. Really? Okay. What? No, I'm totally. I'm, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Rock hard, baby. All right. Rock hard, Ginger. <laughs> By the way, you will be happy to know that Tony Storm is, is thickened back up. The yes. plot has to thicken again. Yes, for sure. I, I, that's one of the very, very, very minimal things that I follow from that company. And apparently she also has anal beads. 
Yeah. All right. Um, Chainsaw, baby. <laughs> so Stratton does a swanton onto everybody. And then Becky and Tippy start to go at it because, of course, there's the history there. I don't see that. Uh, Stratton hits an Alabama slam on Roxanne. Tippy then double boots Becky and falls on that great ass. Uh, Roxanne then gets an idiot award number two by saving Bianca. Our last entrant in the Women's Royal Rumble, and uh, yes, I did give a, I, I did allow a point for for Lindsay on this one because she did was technically coming back from a suspension. Liv Morgan arrives after her pot suspension. Well, and her injury, she was out for an injury. I was originally. Say she was originally out for an injury. Yeah. And then she had, yeah. She was uh, separated Liv shoulder or something like that? Yeah. So Liv takes out Bailey with an oblivion, and then Stark kicks the weed smoke out of her mouth. Uh, Zoe is then eliminated by Liv. Roxanne gets put on the outside and then gets hit by Tiffany, meaning that Roxanne is eliminated by Tiffy time. So she gets elimination in this one, too. Uh, Io and Rhea are both shown watching the, this match from the back, which I thought was kind of shitty when you had these two guys just watching TVs in the back, and then we literally had Seth and Roman in skyboxes watching the match. Like, <laughs> you, you couldn't have put them out in the arena, too, with that? Like, that felt a little a little shitty. Now, are you sure it was actually them watching it, or it wasn't footage from, like, a year ago, like AEW did with Christian? <laughs> I can't believe they did that shit. <laughs> I'm not surprised they did that shit. So, AEW had, when they did their all-in event in London, they had cut to the back where Christian was watching what was going on. Like, mm -hmm. two weeks ago on AEW, Adam Copeland was wrestling a match, and they cut to Christian watching in the back. And, they and like, the, the next day on Twitter, everyone had noticed it's the exact same video from All In in August. They just fucking reused it. I just... So, they reused I just the, can't the backstage believe footage of him yeah. watching the TV. <laughs> what? But he's got, like... Yeah. The, <laughs> It's 2024. How do you not know that that the internet will find out? They always do. And when your fa when your fans are 95 percent of the IWC, they're going to find out, and then they're going to make fun of you for it. Also, so Christian yes. watching has no bearing on him. Like, if no. he's not really there to do it, just don't include it. Like, right. And, right. And and it's it comes off as so fucking lazy and bushly because like. Why you reuse? Just either shoot it or don't have that spot. Like he uh, wasn't there. So what? yeah, like you don't need him. I don't know. They didn't need the footage. No, you could just have Excalibur be like somewhere. Christian Cage must be watching this. Like that. Or just just key key out the background and put a different background in. <clears throat> Nobody would have noticed it except for the fact that the background was so distinct. It had writing on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. God. Yeah. It was like a Anyways. whiteboard or something behind him. Mm. All right. Um, Jade and Bianca both grill a press slam Becky and Liv, uh, which, of course, was our, our second big pop of having that showdown. I was going to say, this is uh, when they, they went face-to-face, -face, huh? Yep. Yeah, they yeah. had a stare down, but they get interrupted. Becky proceeds to go over the top rope. Naomi gets caught by Jade and then gets spun into Becky, meaning that Becky Lynch is eliminated by both Naomi and Jade, although Naomi didn't really play that big of a part in it, other than it was her boots that were used to kick her. Uh, and then, of course, Naomi is eliminated by Jade as well. So, Naomi set a record for the longest uh, in a female rumble, which will be broken in about three minutes. Uh, 
Tiffany Stratton grabs Bianca's braid to hang on. That was awesome. That was oh, crazy. My gosh. That's going to yeah. fucking hurt. I don't care how far. You're holding, what, a 120, 130-pound woman? By your, your hair. fucking hair. That was crazy, yeah. and I'm Dude, sitting there going, is... how are they going to get out of this? Like... <laughs> She is tall and muscular and that like 140, 150 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so while she is trying to hang on, Bailey runs over, kicks Bianca, and eliminates both Bianca and Tiffy. Which is super smart by Bailey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super smart. Super smart. <laughs> so we didn't have we didn't technically have a final four because <laughs> Nope, we had a final three. <laughs> we had a final three. <laughs> Uh, so we'll be live especially <laughs> big black cocks uh, Liv puts Bailey over the top rope but has to focus on Jade Liv tries for oblivion Bailey misses them both and goes out onto the apron Liv gets placed on the apron as well all three are hanging out Liv proceeds to kick Jade Bailey dives back in as Liv hits oblivion on Jade Jade drops out of the match and is eliminated. Uh, then Bailey kicks Liv off the apron and wins the Royal Rumble. Bailey diving back in was so cool. Uh, that was that so was fun. Yeah, it was uh, very. It, it, yeah, because like I liked how Jade was sitting up. She had to hide behind her and like kind of scoot off to the side while she been. Mm-hmm. It, it was a very well thought through process, and they did a very good job hitting it on the head. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, so a couple, a couple of stats, be- a couple of stats before. Um, someone else can take over. Probably Adam. So Bailey wins. Uh, biggest waste of time was Ivy Nile, who spent 23 minutes in the Rumble without a single elimination. Bailey sets the record uh, of one hour and three minutes as the longest time in the Rumble. Nia Jax got eight eliminations, and not in this match. Nikki Cross, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, but she's probably still dealing with her skin condition. Alexa Bliss is still out. Trish Stratus is still technically listed on the roster page. Uh, the rest of them, B-Fab, Dakota Kai, Electra Lopez, Isla Dawn, Scarlett, and Tamina, which I guess she's retired, so maybe doesn't, but those are the ones currently Scarlet on the active really roster. Wrestle. Right. But Isla Dawn, Electra Lopez, Dakota Kai, B-Fab. Dakota those Kai are is all still B-Fab. hurt, isn't she? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> which, by the way, we haven't asked Ginger the most important question. Do you prefer your Scarlet blonde or brunette? <laughs> Nobody got hornier for Scarlet than you, Ginger, so we need to know no. this answer. I I don't know. It's a toss-up for me. Have That's you a seen, cop-out. Wait, have you seen <laughs> her with the brunette? Like the new yes. Scarlet? He, he did watch this rumble. Did watch the rumble. <laughs> did she come out, though? With Cross? With, oh, yeah, yeah, she came out with Cross. Okay, okay. moving on. Mm-hmm. So as as uh, Troy said, points to Fetus Rhodes, uh, Troy, myself, and uh, Lindsay for the surprise entrant picks, and points to Bruno, Ginger, Fetus, Troy, myself. <laughs> Jason, you're gonna make me say this out loud. Bobby Eaton, the pussy. <laughs> uh, Jackson and Lindsay for picking Bailey as the winner of the women's rumble. You're lucky I checked, because you wouldn't have gotten the points in the year on standings if I hadn't checked. I would have said it when we were here. And also, Bobby eating the pussy would have been getting a lot of points. So. Right. And we all know that Bobby Eaton is a pumpkin fucker, okay? That's true. Uh, I'm going to say blonde. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate that you did research on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either or, anytime. But, but, but if you had to pick, I go with I, I agreed with you, by the way. Same. Um, now, I I got my point for this, and I shit myself when I did, considering the fact she came out at number three. Yeah. And I, and I don't I, – I really – don't watch it religiously anymore. So I'm like, yeah, I'll throw out Bailey. She's still going to be relevant. I had no fucking clue that she was still, I knew she was still involved with damage control and stuff like that, but I didn't realize that they were going to be like, bam, here's your point, Ginger. Appreciate also it. the third of the four horsewomen to win a Royal Rumble now. So yes. I thought about that as well. Doesn't seem like the fourth will be doing it anytime soon. So anytime soon. She will. So we've got to get that money. Got to get that money. But um, <laughs> all, right. all right, so the stand's gonna go fucking crazy because what we're obviously talking about is Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, supposed to debut soon. Apparently, the maybe every she week, has signed, maybe she hasn't. I have no to idea. Whom? Like, but it, those... the most likely, the reality is, if she's come back for WWE, she probably would have come back in the Rumble. So right, odds yeah, are, she's going right. to AEW. But here's the thing: what people forget, like, and, and I've seen a bunch of oh, AEW beat them. AEW overpaid. That's the mm-hmm. way they got her. That's the way they get and anybody. And we know this because we know we've heard what she was asking WWE for, and WWE was all but done, and then she decided to go sign with AEW. She got a bag. Good for her. Yep. They overpaid to get her. Good for them. They got it. They got the deal done. The thing that fans in AEW are going to discover soon is that they paid a lot of money for limited appearances because she mm-hmm. gets hurt. A lot. I thought you were gonna say yeah. uh, for a li- um, they paid a lot of money, but they're gonna get a little little back on the return. No, when she's no, in the ring, get... she's great, but when... she's hurt a lot. <laughs> she obviously, like many, battles mental ish, uh, you know, mental health issues, and as a result, she's missed significant time for those. Um, she was she had like five matches outside when she left WWE, and then she got injured for six months plus. Yep. So I mean, we're not talking about somebody. She's just injury prone, and yeah. it's if you're looking at return on investment and how much you want to sign somebody for. If you're Nick Khan, you're sitting there going, "I'm going to sign this woman to the largest contract in women's wrestling history," and she's hurt all the time. Eh, probably not worth it. You gotta you gotta remember, yeah, she. From what we heard, she was looking for more money than Charlotte. Right. And Charlotte wrestles a lot more, and Charlotte sells a lot more merch. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte also somehow was bionic and was able to, Jesus. you know. I wouldn't have shocked uh, and, me if she came out for the Rumble after seeing her right? shit on Twitter, TikTok. And yeah. Shit. So the other thing, too, is where is the return on, on investment with AEW giving millions of dollars to somebody? Because you're not going to get ratings. People aren't going to and, tune and listen, in. Look, Sasha's a fantastic performer in the ring, but this isn't mm-hmm. CM Punk. People no. will buy tickets to a show that they would not have otherwise gone to to see CM Punk. He is a draw. Right. Nobody's going to a show they weren't going to go to because, oh, my God, Mercedes Monet is on it. First mm-hmm. off, 90% of the fucking people have no idea who Mercedes Monet is. Okay, if you saw her Sasha Banks, they would know. Um but the reality is she's not a draw in that way. She'll put on great matches. She might draw some eyeballs in terms of tuning in to see what she's doing on TV, but she's not going to sell tickets. She's not going to help with attendance. It's just not, not going to happen that way. Right. Maybe, maybe her first pay-per-view, like if it's a, if it's like a, uh, a 
good matchup. They they bring her in. They put her against I don't know Tony Storm or something like that. But maybe they you mean f- what they're doing exactly what they're doing with Diana Peraza right now. Right. But what I'm saying is maybe initially she might actually do all right, like for to draw a little bit. But it's not going to last. She's not that type of performer. She's no, great. My guess is the the big announcement next week is probably that they're going to go to the TD Garden for the first time. And that and will be the that wink, be wink, wink, nod, yeah. nod. Sure. Makes sense. All right, back to the Rumble. Up next, match number two. It's the fatal four-way match for the UWU Championship. Anyone else find it weird this was second? Thank you. <laughs> A- Adam, did I not bring that up? I said, mm. really? The undisputed fucking WWE Championship is second on the card? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because it was just so fucking patently obvious what was going to happen that they... Yeah, yeah they mailed it, it in. They the, absolutely mailed this, it in. Here, here's the thing. This was a piss break match. It was. It, was. it was, 100% was. And a Roman match shouldn't be a piss break match, but this was a piss break match. Yep. Um, by the way, I have some, some breaking news from uh, uh, everyone's favorite uh, two podcast douchebags. Uh, here it is. Wardlow says he is fine. I have been told that he's not fine. What I was told was that he's getting checked out tomorrow. They think it's possible it t- possibly a torn men- meniscus, but that he dodged a bullet and it wasn't much worse. He'll probably be all right, but he definitely is not fine. Wardlow himself said, I'm fine. But, of course, Alvarez says, no, 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 I heard it from, from a friend of a friend. I've heard it from a source that he's not fine. Like, you're contradicting what the wrestler says now. Okay, which so, I so understand. I'm assuming he, on TV last night, Warlow got hurt. Yes, his his knee buckled, um, and they, they they like went to the finish early, and then he like screamed out shit. Um, but uh, yeah, he claims that he is is okay, and he was checked out. Alvarez claims. He's not okay because he knows more than the rest of himself and that he's getting checked out tomorrow. Okay, but not not to come to Alvarez's defense, but Lord knows that AEW has told people before to say that they were fine. It doesn't matter <laughs> if he's fine or not because he's going to wrestle next week anyways. I know. Whether he's that, got that's a what I mean. like or Matt, not. <laughs> Matt Hardy was fine, quote-unquote. Yeah, sure well, I know, I know that. They're not allowed to disclose the fact that they might have gotten injured on the job. God forbid. But still, it's it's... Just so stupid to turn around and be like, you're speculating on somebody's health, and like they don't owe you anything. Mortal doesn't owe you like an explanation on if he's hurt or not. Doesn't owe you anything. Well, Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. How are those guys still doing what they're doing? Because uh, they have a cult following. Barely. It would be the. Would be I was going to say, I feel like there's more people poking fun at them now than there are that people that believe. Oh, the apple has turned for many, many people. And and to give you kind of a sense, Ginger, they are they are selling tickets in the same way ROH did in 2019. Like they're they're putting maybe 1,100 people at 5,000, 6,000 seat arenas. They're struggling to sell tickets. It's bad. And it doesn't it's matter not, where they go. It's not 11. Uh, yeah. Literally, the last one they had was 1,900 in a 7,000-seat arena. Oh. They couldn't sell They couldn't sell 2,000 tickets. Mind you, those tickets are $20 or less. Yeah. And one of the things that we heard was that when tickets first go on sale, 
floor seats at an AEW event will be like eighty to ninety dollars. As it gets closer to the event, once they they realize that oh shit, a bunch of seats haven't sold, they'll drop everything down to like fifteen twenty dollars, and then they will take people from the fucking nosebleeds who paid ten dollars for the ticket and bring them down into the ninety dollar floor seats and just sit them next to people who paid like nine times the amount that they paid for their tickets. Okay, so I, even. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, even the fans I, in attendance are like, "This is fucking stupid." This so, this douchebag didn't buy his shit until earlier. Go ahead. I, I appreciate you guys explaining that much to me. I was talking about Alvarez and the other shit. Ed. Oh, and again, they have a cult following as well. Oh, they yeah. have they have they have a bunch of people that also have turned around and been like, "Yeah, these guys are fucking idiots." They, you know, there are a lot of people who are realizing like, "Oh, they actually don't know shit," because. When the when the news came out that Netflix was was getting raw, guess how many of the dirt sheet writers said Netflix was was in conversation with them? Fucking zero. Zero. And then of course we had had uh, Zarian turning around and being like, the Saudis bought WWE, and everyone ran with it, and people are still fucking trusting his ass. And he's another one of those guys who said that oh Mercedes signed back in December and she's going to be debuting this week. And then all of a sudden it was, oh, no, 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 They waited up until this next week and the next week. Now all of a sudden it's March. And it's like, okay, so either she signed because you said that she was signed, but you also said that she's still in negotiations mm-hmm. and talks are ongoing, which is completely contradictory to what you already said, that her, the deal was done. They also said Okada's deal was done. And there's a lot of smoke saying that Okada might be heading to, to WWE, though. Basically, they make up shit and they try to play both sides. Yeah. And to your question, I'm not. I'm not reporting that Mercedes has signed with AEW. But I'm but not, I, not reporting really, it. Yeah. But it would really surprise me if she didn't show up this week. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot of that where they'll sit there and go, "Well, I never, I never reported that she was showing up this week. Just that I, I thought she might." show up this week. Like, there's, there's a lot of reporting and then there's a lot of backtracking on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, and like you said, people have turned around and gotten used, yeah, yeah, used to it where they're just like, yeah, I'm not going to give these fucking idiots my money anymore because they literally don't have anything. And as we've seen before, the actual stuff that they do know in an AEW, they don't talk about because it, it paints a negative light. Oh, So they know, they know a lot more of what's going on in AEW and they refuse to mention it because they still haven't talked about the like number of different backstage fights that have happened, but they're more than happy to tell you if something was weird going on backstage at WWE, of course. Of course. But also, in the past couple of years, a lot of wrestlers have called called them out on their bullshit. Right. And thank God, because I think that helps a lot of people being like, hey, you know, that's, they're probably right. These guys don't know shit. Oh, you mean like uh, Cassie Lee when mm-hmm. Meltzer said that she was getting fat? You mean that one? <laughs> what did? Who was yeah. the most recent one? Was it Buddy Matthews? No, I think it's Rhea. It was Rhea. Was it Rhea? It, it might have been Rhea. No, somebody claimed that that one of the wrestlers was like hurt or something, and he like went on there. No, it was Matthews. It was Buddy Matthews. Mm-hmm. I forget what he said though, but he went on there and was like, "Oh, really?" Meltzer said that Buddy Matthews was not going to be booked anymore before he was done because he refused to job out. Yes. And yes. Matthews, Matthews that was it. Showed, a, 
showed a picture of his win-loss record where he literally hadn't won a single fucking match that year. And was like, yeah, here you go, buddy. I refuse to job out, sure. And again, it's it's just because it's a fucking schmear campaign. Because they realize, right. like, oh, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy are, are probably going to leave. So now we've got to fucking shit on them on, the, on their way out. <laughs> Andrade was big on calling them out, too. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Championship. Fatal 4-Way for the WWE Championship. Now, yeah, I don't know. Was this match, like, sponsored? Does anyone know? Does this, this, have, does this match have a sponsor? Oh. <laughs> no. Go, remember, they, remember they left. <laughs> we, go, so we, we, go to, to, we go to some people in the crowd who are all holding Slim Jims. And Michael Cole... Oh Christ! It's so they 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 call them long boys because they're the longer slim jims. <laughs> Michael Cole enunciates this phrase in a very inappropriate way as he's talking about slim jims long boy day. <laughs> that was a little uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, we 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 touched briefly on it before we went off on that uh, whole tangent. This was a paint by the numbers bloodline title defense uh this one just happened to have four people in it um i dude i, I look i we, this was a piss break match like i said i don't think we need to go blow through blow through this thing but the yeah, reality is all. the thing that fucking sucks about this is this was a great spot to just let roman get a clean win the solo shit had no bearing on the outcome of the match didn't need to happen didn't have no. to be there and then you could have avoided the whole fucking Every Roman match is the same discussion because that. Fuck's sake! They still had Solo show up in the black hoodie. Yeah, just made yeah. no fucking sense. Just stupid, and Roman wins. Like it, it was, and AJ eats the pin, which we sort of knew was going to happen too. So, I will say this: I did think the ending spot was a little creative. I did enjoy that. The night goes for his finish. Shoves him off while AJ's going for the forearm. He catches him on the rope. I thought that was a pretty unique spot yeah. in the match. I like the RKO out of the spear. I thought yeah. that was good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did that on Thursday too. Yeah, or Friday. Right? I thought it looked better on, at the pay per view than it did sure. on yeah. SmackDown. But um, but no, yeah. To me, this felt paint by numbers. In fact, I think the match clocked in at almost exactly twenty minutes. It was just under 20. It was 19 and change, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, was that in your contract obligation for this month? It must have a 20-minute match. Of the I, I, I'm <laughs> going to reiterate what I said on this show a year ago. If Roman wins and holds on to that title at WrestleMania this year, I am done with WWE for at least a while. We will talk about that later, because we haven't talked about the Men's Rumble winner yet. So... We'll, we'll hold off on that discussion. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the apparently more important title match on this card. Yes, points to points to everyone, obviously. Everyone. Literally everyone <laughs> picked Roman, right? Yep. We Not actually probably... Also, it, also, it also made me laugh that for the Women's Rumble, of all the people that you could have chosen from, we had 13 participants in the, in the predictions uh, this month, and... The only two names were Bailey and Becky wow. for, the women's, yeah. for the women's rumble. Um, yes, yeah, so U.S. title, Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. I didn't like the finish. I didn't either. DQ? 
I know it. I know it gets us to. Uh, it gets us to to Perth, presumably, where we match. But, but so what I really hated was the setup for the finish. I hated oh, all oh, the it took bullshit outside with 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 his oh. friend over there, and then we, we uh, also may not get that rematch, but more yeah. than that, um, fuck Jeff. All right, fuck Jeff. Yeah. That guy, that was his name, Jeff. Not not the not the Jeff in in Troy's basement. Not not our friend Jeff. That's who I thought you meant. Fuck! Why is that sound clip not playing right now? Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, because I was trying to figure out which one of you had a fucking pen in your hand. I'm, I'm so glad I get to talk about cock. There it is. It's not that Jeff. I'm gonna guess it's probably Ginger's cat again. <laughs> probably. Um, okay, he's muted though. Oh, is he? Oh, there <laughs> you go. That little clicky, that little clicking can't be coming through from him. Uh, anyway, I know. I noticed once I talked about it, it stopped. Catch an <laughs> Proceed. Um, so the setup yeah, was terrible. Took, it took too goddamn long. There was too many fucking people. If Austin Theory was going to run down with the Nux, why the fuck did we need Jeff in the first place? Just for 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 everybody on near a microphone to go. That's Jeff. Oh my God, that's Jeff. Who's that? That's Jeff. Fuck off. And then at least, get, at least spring for the money to get Mike Malak to come in. At least somebody who people know is associated with with Logan Paul. Like, but at least the ref saw the brass knucks and reacted to it. So, Unlike a trash can lid hanging out of the back of your pants. Yeah. <laughs> so for all the shit, for all the positives that come from us constantly talking about how Triple H is an old school guy. This was an old school finish. This was the type of shit they used to do back in the day a lot, you know. So he stole from old school wrestling, and that's what this was. I didn't like it. I hate finishes like this on pay per view. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> where where was this? Where was this referee who actually sees things during? Any Roman Reigns title offense right. during the last thousand <laughs> some odd days. Pretty sure he's done one of those matches. <laughs> right. Yeah, good for it Ryan Tran. It, it, so, it was just so hackneyed and so cliched to me. Where just the complete, even down to the look on his face. It was like, one, two, hey, yes. what's that? Speaking of cliched, then Owens gets his, uh, his revenge by powerbombing. Um, Paul, Logan Paul through the ta- the announcers table, and I'm like, that's such a cop out. Like, I don't want Owens to be in these title matches and and get a comeuppance like that. I want him to actually win a fucking belt. It's been like three years now. Well, it would have been Logan who got his comeuppance, but yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I did have a I did have a bit of a chuckle when he when he stole I, the uh, the cough drop. I feel like we're gonna get Logan Paul and LA Knight at WrestleMania, so Maybe. I don't think I don't think Owens is getting his belt. No. So points to Bruno. Also, George. Owens literally was a tag team champion less than a year ago. Right, but how many singles title matches has Kevin Owens been in in the past? At the Royal Rumble too. In a while. So it seems like he's the guy they go to at the Rumble, and then he loses. It's getting a little annoying. Points to 
Bruno, George, Sal, uh, myself, Jason, God's a Juggalo, Nick H, and Lindsay for picking Logan Paul on that one. Uh, and that brings us to our main event. Wait, I didn't put myself in. The Men's Royal <laughs> Rumble match. We tell people, you put that name in there, we will read it. I uh, read it Jesus. once. Same. He did. He did read it once. Alright. We start off <laughs> Jay Uso as your as your number one entrance. And number two is Jimmy Uso. I actually love this. Yep. I thought Sal that was call, Sal so... called it, by the way. When, I when, did. when Jay came out, Sal goes, Oh, so Jimmy's number two. And then, but then that music hit, and we got the exact reaction I wanted. The whole crowd went, "Oh!" Uh, we're gonna be careful using the phrase "number two around WWE stuff for the next that's, little while. So that's fine. Just talking about his entrant number. <laughs> so we we instantly get Matt and Jeff Uso here um, as they square off, and the crowd chants "Yeet" with every J hit. Um, I I love a good yay boo game anyway. And this was this fucking this was fantastic. <laughs> so, Cole, Cole mentions that four people have won. Yes, the best throughout the entire rumble was that anytime somebody would hit Jay, oh Jimmy God. would be like, "Yeah, no heat." <laughs> yes. Every fucking time. The the two of them were very fucking funny with each other. Jimmy, oh. in particular, was very entertaining yes. during this this whole Usually thing. It's Jay, that's the more sort of. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, going, but Jimmy was all about it. <laughs> I love Jimmy. the fact that every time somebody hit Jay and Jimmy tried to like give him props and be like, "Yeah, what's so up?" The guy would just ignore him and just like walk yeah. away. He, he was like, tried... "Yeah, no heat." <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then the, whoever did the move would be like, "Fuck out of here." He was trying to go for like, like, to to go for like a high five. Yeah. yeah, he would usually try to try to get high fives out of people and would just look at him and be like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Cole mentions that four people have won from number one. We're not going to mention who did, of course, but we know they happened. Uh, <laughs> who would that be? I don't know. Nobody in particular. Uh, number Sean three, Grayson. Sean Michaels. Yeah. Mention that. Ric Flair. No, Ric Flair Edge. was three. Yeah, Ric Flair was three. He was three. Yeah. Ray Mis- uh, was it Mysterio? Edge. Oh god, was it? Maybe it might have been. Rhea. Was it? Was it he who shall not be mentioned who killed? His it family? was Chris Benoit, of it course. Was. Okay, that's who uh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why I they didn't he, mention him. <laughs> I, I think the four he was talking about were the men, not 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 Rhea. Which was why, upon listening to last week's show, when Sal said, "Are they going to Chris Benoit, Vince McMahon?" I was like, "Oh, is it hanging from gym equipment and kill his whole family?" <laughs> Maybe. I mean. <laughs> you might be into that. Anyway, so, so no yeet? No yeet. No. Okay, so now we begin the fun. Because uh, number three, Grayson Waller arrives. He has a mic for some reason. <laughs> and he proceeds to tell everybody that nobody cares about the two in the ring. All while the mic keeps cutting out on him. Yeah. Uh, he gets up on the apron, gets kicked off the apron, but of course he did not make it in, so he's fine. He puts down the mic, hits a flatliner in Jay, looks at Jimmy, and goes, I acknowledge the tribal chief. 
<laughs> and yells, no yeet. <laughs> and they start to beat the hell out of Jay. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, coming out number four, earning points, Jord, myself, Bobby Eaton, that ass, Nick, and Dr. Glashen. Andrade returns to the WWE. El Idolo. Yeah, surprisingly. Cian uh, Almas. His music started with El Idolo, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Sort of his own Which, thing. right, I, I just was kind of surprised that they didn't change that, because they've changed everything about anyone else that returns. But I was like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he was the idol, Andrade, for a little bit there, and that's why I was in his theme. But obviously, with him being Andrade El Idolo in AEW, I thought maybe, but yeah. So he arrives with a crown mask on. And, and very cool to see the backstage footage of Charlotte helping put his oil on. So mm-hmm. she was in attendance. So. Oh, she definitely oiled that. Oiled <laughs> Which that is shocking too. because every fi- they unfollowed each other on social media. I was led to yeah. believe by the melters of the world that they were split. <laughs> yeah, so he, he comes out with this mask on, at which point my wife goes, what the fuck does he have on his head? Yeah, it's, it's a black mask with a gold crown attached to it. Straight out of a Lady Gaga video. Here comes Andrade. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Hashtag King Gimp. Yeah. So he he does take the mask off, which that was about the time that the rest of the crowd was like, oh, that's Andrade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he goes right after Waller. And let me tell you something. You could not have wiped the look of happiness off this dude's face. Uh-huh. He looked so happy to be back in WWE. He looks so energetic to be back in this match. If I remember correctly, he didn't leave. He got released, didn't he? No. No, he left? Contract ran out. Oh, contract ran out. Yep. Yeah. Would have been sooner, but they extended for injury, which is something that's evil. I was told that was being held hostage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bad bad news for uh, for Wardlow if he is hurt, but he's going to be held hostage. Uh, that's okay. They've already got some extra wheelchairs in the Undisputed Kingdom, so there you go. Entering at number five, making the rest of our hosts here come. It's Carmelo Hayes. Yep. Yay! I was happy. Now, um, Jason, yeah. do you think he liked being in the Rumble better or the Guild Bog? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was that was actually one of the cool things was I know for at least me and I assume the other guys like when he walked out he had that oh shit yeah, moment yeah, yes. like it was mm-hmm. the largest crowd he's ever been in front of and it mm-hmm. hit him on camera in yeah, the moment yep. and I love that shit. You know I, I'm gonna um, <clears throat> I'm gonna let you guys in a little secret. Uh, one of the people in at the head of APW always said his attitude's gonna get the best of him. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna do it. We we all looked at this person. I won't I won't name them, but you can name, you can name like, that racist. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> that wasn't a race thing. No, it wasn't a race thing because I know who you're talking about because I had the same conversation. Yeah, and well, we like three of us stared at him like, I I think he'll smarten the fuck up for what he's gonna make <laughs> and how talented he is. Mm. I I had a conversation and I think the time it came about for me was I had a similar conversation with I think the same individual <sighs> where I said use this guy as much as you can put every title you can put on him because he will not be in New England for very long mm-hmm. and, <laughs> speaking of which credit a couple years ago 
we did our end of the year awards and I asked both you and Adam, who do you think is a guy in the Indies that is like WWE ready? And both of you were like Christian Casanova. He could be there tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And when he walked out of that rumble, absolutely looked like he belonged. But only one person booked his first singles title on him. That's right. Was waiting, Douglas. Was waiting, was waiting for that to come up. <laughs> he will still remember it if you'd ask him. He'll remember. We've had the conversation. Yes. So my my question, did Pat McAfee know his name is Carmelo? Because he only referred to him as Mellow Hayes the rest of the match. <laughs> Which I understand. You know, it, it is another name he goes by, is Mellow. But it seemed like he maybe didn't catch that it was Carmelo Hayes because he just kept being like Mello Hayes, Mello Hayes. Uh, so Mello don't miss, and he doesn't hit. With, he doesn't miss with a huge elbow. By the uh, way, uh, just a quick aside. I guarantee you, there's some people who took notice of the reaction Trick Williams got on SmackDown too. Oh, for sure they did. Mm-hmm. We, that's, I, yeah, <laughs> that's money right there. My so so that's kind of my thing is. To me, between the two of them, it was it was always Carmelo's going to be the future star. Now it's starting to feel a bit like mm, Trick might pass him by, uh, which would be pass a, him by, but which would be kind of a bummer if he does. But I think both of them will be future main eventers for a time to come. The thing Trick has is Trick has more size. He's taller. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 But but the moves that uh, Carmelo got to showcase in this Rumble right. were great. Um. So after after Melo comes in, him, Jay, and Andrade all sort of take a moment to look at each other and collect themselves and sort of be like, yeah, we're the good guys, so I guess we're going <laughs> to take out the bad guys. Uh, Waller gets clotheslined, and shock among shocks, the very first elimination in the, in the match, Waller gets eliminated by Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> I feel like this is the recurring storyline of Carmelo constantly getting the best of Waller. So yeah. yes, yeah. Entering at number six, Shinsuke Nakamura. It's our first former Rumble winner to make his entrance. Uh, I I always forget he won a Rumble. Uh, yep. The the crowd. The crowd can nobody well, has Cody. We don't forget uh, that. No, but, wow. Nobody, <laughs> nobody has won a male rumble and went on to win the championship in like six years. It's literally been the recurring thing for a while that you just fail. Well, that's because uh, Roman had through. the title for so long. Also, that's not right. true. Drew did it like three years ago. Was last yeah, year. Drew did it in the COVID era. Yeah, yeah. Five, sorry, five years ago. Four, three. <laughs> That was 2021. It was 2021. It was 2020. 2021 Mania. 2021. No, 2020, yeah. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 Rumble. 2020, 2020 Mania in the performance center in front of nobody. Okay, so four years ago. Sorry. But the last, but leading up to that, nobody else has gone on to win a world championship afterwards. Okay. Um, Wait. Wasn't yes. wasn't that for the championship? Was the Rumble for the championship? No, the Rumble. Yeah. Was, no, no, no. It was that Brock was, was going to make sure that nobody could that's challenge what it was. him. Yes, yeah. and he was, was going to win the one who eliminated Brock. Okay, 
I, I was I was like I know that the champ was in there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay. that was such a great pay per view before the pandemic happened. But anyway, uh, that, was, that was the Keith Lee. Oh, big boy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no All right. Yeah. The crowd like keeps to piss on him. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the new so the day can keeps... run train on this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch that part, Ginger? By the way. In the text messages between Vince McMahon and this woman, at one point he said he wanted to see her raped by three giant black men as they yes, cast I their did. black cocks down her throat. Yep. Yeah. Really puts yeah. the New Day and Street Profits and Bobby Lashley and uh, the Nation of Domination <laughs> sort of in perspective. Hey, at it? least if that's the case, everybody knows they got BBC. There you go. Anywho. So the crowd keeps singing Shinsuke's theme song, even after it stops. And it is actually legit. There's no piped-in Judas music here. <laughs> All right. Um, Mello springboards off the ropes, and Shinsuke kicks him out of the fucking air. Yep. Jesus. Welcome to the business, kid. I, <laughs> Not the business. You know what I meant. The big leagues. It's, it's just a way to showcase how fucking great Mello is. Oh, hey, he sells his ass off. He puts so many mm-hmm. other guys over, even when he's taken off. In. And that's the difference as to who will be a long-term star, is who can sell. Who can yeah. tell a story while taking offense, versus everyone can get their shit over on offense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you get your opponent over. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Number seven, Santos Escobar, continues what has been a lot of Latinos in this match. Which, uh, by the way, lot- we should point out, we didn't mention this on SmackDown. Uh, Electra Lopez has joined back up yep. with uh, Santos. Santos and mm-hmm. Umberto and Angel. So. Angel, yeah, yeah, looking the good new, too. The new Legato, I guess, but yeah, yeah, the new and improved Legato. Yeah, Lama yeah. Um, back with Santos. I don't care, new oh. old Legato, whatever. I better see Andrade versus Santos Escobar. Oh, yes. I, I think I, we might be going I, there at oh. some point. El, El Nuevo Legado. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of talent in the ring right now. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andrade and Santos notice each other. Santos hugs Andrade, but then Andrade just is like, yeah, fuck you. And yeah, 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 fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Escobar goes fucking crazy. Literally fanboys out for Andrade, does his pose and everything, and Andrade just goes, ah, fucking wait for yep. you, dude. That's a mania match. Sure. Yes, Santos and Andrade. Oh gosh, yeah. But aren't wouldn't they do Ray if Ray's ready? Wouldn't they do Ray and San, the Santos because that's the feud? No, fuck Ray at I this point. Rather, yeah. I oh, I would rather. I just thinking like because yeah. he took him out. You know, whatever. Speaking speaking of mania matches, going back to the women's rumble for a second, do we think Jade and Nia is the mania match? Yes. Or, or Jade, Jade and Bianca. Bianca. Jade yeah. and Bianca, yeah. I think it's time to turn Bianca heel. I think her character needs something fresh at this point. Yeah. Right. Turn her heel and let her go against Jade. Hey, as long as she keeps coming out in the fucking panties instead of the of the pants, I'm good. By the way, so can we talk about why all of a sudden fucking Kofi is coming out in Travis Scott in shorts? We'll, and we'll get, shorts? We'll get there when yeah. he comes out. We'll get, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I have uh, that in my notes. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Karrion Cross arrives to Tony Storm's filter. Uh-huh. And uh, Mello goes right <laughs> after him. <laughs> uh, Jimmy and Cross t- take a look at each other. And then Cross starts to help beat down on Jay. 
Jimmy tries to dap him, but Cross doesn't bite. Yeah, but then no they, eat. Yep, they both agree to no eat. And again, I cannot believe the things that I have to say thanks to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of not piping things in, number nine, Dominic Mysterio comes out to a chorus of booze. God, he's 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 top heel right now. He's gonna he be, he, he, it's amazing. I know you haven't been watching, but he's been top heel. It's crazy. Actually, and and actually, the person we were just talking about before him too on SmackDown, Karrion Cross got the first time I've heard him on the main roster get legit serious heel heat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that group is, that group is working. Yeah, I was gonna say thank you, Authors of Pain. Yeah. So Dom, Dom takes his time getting in, uh, and Carmelo, Carmelo sits on the middle rope and lifts up the top rope to actually let him in. But Dom still just walks past him. I was like, that is a good fucking character moment. There, he's like, come on, buddy, <laughs> give me that match. Mm-hmm. I think they had it in NXT. They probably had it in NXT. Yeah, give me on, give me on a yeah, big stage. It was, it was uh, champion versus champion. Yeah, it? yeah. When Melo oh, okay. was champ, and uh, he was the North American champ. Yeah. So uh, we, for whatever reason, focused on Dom's purple dyed cowskin boots. <laughs> that was one a thing. Of, it was one of those things. He probably said it to Cole, like, "Hey, mention this, so it gets me like more heat." But yeah. Was now I, I understand that the Judgment Day's colors are black and purple, but didn't that sort of feel like a riff on the Halloween Havoc Ray Mysterio? Yes. Thank sure. you. <clears throat> no, but these fuzzy number... these fuzzy boots are the same boots that this Mexican legend wore when, when he wrestled. Yeah, yeah. Coming in at number ten. No, it's not tied to. I'm gonna do that Paraguayo spot. <laughs> Number 10 was not Ty Dillinger, and I was disappointed. Not Ty Dillinger, no. Uh, it was instead Carlito joining the Latino party. Talk Man. about somebody whose return faded out real fucking quick. Oh, so disappointing. You know, you know what part of it is? He's it's the theme song. The ring now, though, honestly. Yeah. But it's also just, the theme even song. Even watching him in here, it's just he doesn't want to fucking do anything. You can tell by no. watching him. Yeah. I don't know if it's now that he's all jacked and shit, he's less sort of flexible Mobile. and able to move and stuff, but yeah. he just doesn't look like he wants to put his work and shoes on anymore. No. And I, I didn't even realize it was him because he didn't have his fucking old Caribbean cool music. Um, it's it's just generic. It's fucking generic as hell. Uh, yep. Escobar escapes <sighs> and Dom goes after Carlito. Carlito pulls his dick out. Sorry, his apple. Uh, he takes a bite, but then he gets tossed onto the apron and then is able to then spit into Santos's face, and then Santos is eliminated by Carlito. By Apple. Yes, by Apple. When you say, although when you say Dom Carlito, I feel like we're talking about the Godfather or something here. <laughs> Dom Corleone. Number 11, Bobby Lashley arrives in his white power outfit. Uh, he winds up hitting two of the weakest-looking spears I've seen in a while. Oh. Uh, that's why I was enjoying it on the map. He can hit really good ones, but these were not it. Okay, you, you know what we need in WWE? Less spears. It's starting to turn into the super kicker most at this point. A bit, yeah. We can't have less spears because Braun Breaker has the best spear in the business. Okay, so you got his, Braun Breaker. According to I his mean, shirt, so. You, you just had Edge leave, so we can technically count him. 
you got Bobby Lashley, you got Roman, Roman you got mm-hmm. fucking everybody uses it. It's like, all right, come on. Get- isn't there isn't there a female that uses the spear yeah. too? Uh, yeah. Charlotte. Charlotte uses the spear. Yes. Yeah, uh, too many uh, fucking too many uh, spears. Uh, I will agree, too many, but still nowhere near the amount of super kicks. No, uh, that's what happens when you when you have the master of the super kick training him. True. <sighs> Dom proceeds to cower in fear. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a good heel. I fucking love him. Yeah. Um, Bobby and Cross view each other from across the way. And at some point, Carlito just wound up on the apron. Didn't know where that came from. Mm. But then he gets Molly Watt by Bobby Lashley and eliminated. And then Cross gets eliminated by Bobby Lashley. While he's eliminating Cross, Mello tries to eliminate Bobby, but he cannot. The AOP arrive and are held back by Jessica Carr and Daphne LaShawn. Sure. Two of the biggest motherfuckers on the roster were held back by two female refs. She has a lot of power. Oh, right. man. She can change WrestleMania main events right. on the fly. Yeah. So Bobby goes to the apron. Cross gets up, grabs Lashley, and pulls him down, eliminating him even though Cross was already eliminated. <sighs> the Prophets arrive, and we get a brawl on the apron because fuck this match, I guess. <laughs> this is more important. But I will say it led to one of the funniest things, which was number 12 comes out, Ludwig Kaiser, who immediately was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) By the way, uh, Ginger, I'm not sure if you're aware, uh, that's who's banging Tiffany Stratton, Ludwig Kaiser. Yes. The little Twinkie looking guy. Acceptable. Acceptable. (laughs) Ludwig's a a good looking guy. He's just very skinny. He's Fucking cut out of stone. I was going to say, he's tall. Oh, he is. Fucking chiseled. If, I yeah. don't think he's oh, as skinny as, right. like... It, Royal, Royal Rumble edition. Ludwig Kaiser. Troy. Great. <laughs> that. Dick. I feel like he's got a lot of big dick energy. You, definitely, you can definitely feel it from the guy. So I'm, I'm going to say seven. I dropped the ball here. I should have had Troy rating everyone's dick as they entered the Rumble. No, we're not going to do that. Kaiser goes after <laughs> after Jay, and then Dom. Coming on number 13, Austin Theory bores his way to the ring. Theory hits a rolling dropkick to Ludwig, and then hits an ataxia to Mello. How can a guy that can do that sort of shit in the ring I be know. so goddamn boring? I don't get it. The only time that, that, that this guy has ever been entertaining to me was when he was a himbo in NXT. Other than that, it needs to be his fucking finisher instead of eight. Oh, 100%. Down, yeah. Which I think it, we are transitioning to that because they keep. Well, that was his finisher, like an Evolve, who was attacking yeah. it. But. Mm-hmm. He should just do a Storm Zero. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> he can That's just call it whatever, whatever he comes up with, just call it Storm Zero. No. He just have all of his moves called Aton Dom. Uh, number 14, Finn Beller arrives, uh, wearing the long boys, which Adam hates. So Dom, Dom, <laughs> Dom is literally on the apron, about to get pushed he up. He was wearing the Kofi gear. Yeah. 
And Finn is just like, doo, 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 doo. don't care that you're almost getting eliminated. Whatever. Yeah. Finally makes it to the ring and saves Dom. I kind of love don't give a shit Finn Balor, honestly. Right. <laughs> and then sad day as Carmelo Hayes is then eliminated by Finn Balor. Ah, good showing. Yeah. Good. Great showing. Great showing. Yep. And Balor and Hayes in another match. I'd love to see at some point. Anybody that was in that ring with him, I wouldn't mind seeing Melo work with. Yeah. Except for there. Uh, Sling Blade to Andrade, and he goes to the apron. Number 15, Cody Rhodes arrives. <gasps> and the fucking crowd comes alive. Well, all except for the first 20 rows that got fucking smoked out. <laughs> <laughs> Cody is allowed to do his entire entrance, including the woe, and it takes so long that by the time he gets to the ring, the next entrance is cut counting down. (laughs) Was it McAfee Uh, or was it Graves that was like, really, dude? You really need this much pyro? I swear one of them said something about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Cody wants to be the first person in the past 20 years to win back-to-back Royal Rumbles. Theory is then eliminated by Cody. And Dom and Finn attack Cody. Out number 16, Bronson Reed. And he schlobs his way to the ring. That's like a this, that's like a two, right? It's gotta be. That dude is Yeah. Something that's that's like a chode, right? <laughs> it's gotta be, right? Anyways, yep. There are nine dudes in the ring. No, it's not an average Tuesday in the cells or household. It is the Royal Rumble. So Bronson stacks Finn and Dom on top of his shoulders and drops them both. That at least didn't look as bad as some of the other ones did. Like, it looked a lot more natural, him stacking them both up. Yeah. Bronson then sets his sights on Andrade, and Andrade gets eliminated by Bronson Reed. Don't give me that match. I Bronson Reed and Andrade. Bronson Reed is actually pretty good. Yeah, he's he's really coming to his own a little bit. We get no, we get something that I have missed dearly. As Shinsuke walks up to Cody, spreads his legs open, squats down a little bit, and goes, "Come on!" (laughs) Which ironically is what Vince. Never mind. I was about to make that joke. Yeah, but he said no more jokes about that, so I'm not going to do it. As if that has stopped you at all in the past half hour. Uh, Number 17, Kofi Kingston, is the only New Day member to make the event this year. All right, go ahead, Adam. This is what I wrote down, word for word. What the hell is Kofi wearing? Okay. I was going to ask you guys, Ginger, you can chime in on this, Jason. Did he leave his gear at the airport? Like... Because that, that wasn't his Raw. gear, right? Like, he wore, he wore same, it on Raw. Yeah, he wore the same thing on Raw. Why? From the, <laughs> between the fact that it was that it was different, you know, it wasn't wrestling trunks, and the fact that it was the Rumble, so we never really got a close up on it. It just looked like he was in his boxer shorts. Yeah. Maybe he just wants but everybody to know he's slanging. Wrestling, yeah, yeah. wrestling in his underpants. Mm-hmm. Cody hits a crossroads to Shinsuke, and Shinsuke is eliminated by Cody Rhodes. Kaiser goes over the top ropes, but he hangs on, but then Kofi jump kicks him, and Ludwig is eliminated by Kofi seconds before our number 18 
He'll have to make himself feel better by fucking Tiffany Stratton. I was trying to figure out how to throw that in there. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, he was too. Uh, <laughs> ah, well done. Gunther arrives. He walks up to Kaiser and bitches him out. He raided him. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? It was like that time Adam put himself on mute and we could see his wife berating him in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ironically, he was speaking German, too. Uh, Gunther starts to chop everyone. Well, yeah, Dom, yeah. Dom then chops Gunther, which is not a smart thing to do because he yeah. pays the price for it. Jimmy dances and then gets chopped by Gunther. See, that's what... Oh, my God. He's like, yeah! And then boom. Again, <laughs> again Jay was very funny during this match, and I was A-OK with that. Mm-hmm. Because the guy has... Jimmy, sorry, yes. Well, both of them were very funny, but yeah, Jimmy in particular. But honestly, Jimmy hasn't been able to showcase a lot of his his charisma because of the fact that he's stuck as the third member of the bloodline. So, Gunther then straight up body slams Bronson, and Cody and Gunther square off in a callback to last year. Kofi puts Gunther over the top ropes, but gets chops for it. He's going to fuck up that chest even more, man. We do not get a shock save this year from either Rumble, as Kofi is then elevated by Gunther. Good. I'm kind of glad because the past I'm couple. I'm glad we're done with that. that, that the spot, past couple yeah. of Rumbles they tried, they they fucked it up. So I'm yes. glad that we're just done with that. And you know what? But, Naomi fucking ruined it by doing that to begin with. That should yeah. be Kofi only. Naomi started doing it. Uh, Casey Catanzaro did it. Yep. And and then this year. Nobody did, which was good. Well, we don't but, know about Kyrie. I mean, that could have been a a, a moment, but I guess not. So, with with the way that they were both limited, I'm telling you, someone was supposed to eliminate her, not her just slowly fucking drop to the ground. No, no, I I think someone was supposed to eliminate her. I just didn't know if she was supposed to get back in first. No, I don't think so. Uh, number nineteen, the pride of Raw, Ivar arrives. He spin slams Finn and sits on Cody. Jimmy then tries to dap up Ivar, and he gets hit for it. And Bronson and Ivar start to slap meat. Number 20. Ginger gets the point for this one as Braun Breaker arrives. Yay! He proceeds to take out everybody, including eliminating Jimmy Uso and Finn Balor. So no you No you So no you No, no you Jimmy, by the He's way. He's back to the old colorful singlet, which for a while he was doing just the straight black one when he was a heel, so. I think he was straight black on, on Tuesday again, too. No, I think he was a purple well, and green. Yeah. Okay. He also he also stood up because like everyone that was in the ring had either like red or black or blue. Mm-hmm. And he comes out in fucking like pastel colors and you're like, oh, okay. That's how you're going to stand out. That's good, though. You don't want to look like mm-hmm. everybody else with a generic mm-hmm. black singlet. You know what I mean? Right. Especially at a yeah. Royal Rumble. Gunther steps up to the big man and Breaker picks up Gunther, but Gunther reverses and Braun then spears him. Which is great because that call back to those two. Who... That was Gunther's last <laughs> match in NXT, wasn't it? Uh, yep. Breaker, yeah. Yep. Breaker's the last person who have pinned Gunther. Yep. Yep. Number twenty-one, Omos arrives. Okay, yeah. and this is where what the rumble the takes fuck? a turn. <laughs> Why? So, do you remember how the dirt sheets were like? Oh yeah, Omos is getting repackaged. Yep. Same gimmick. Same, same exact manager. presentation. <laughs> same manager. Everything was the same. 
Same um, old Dick New Magnum. So I realized yep. later on, in in retrospect, the reason this this the men's rumble was so poorly received by some people was this chunk of of time starting with Omos coming out, <laughs> and then it just yeah. devolved in, in the next few picks. But we'll we'll go through them. Yeah, it's not until. Yeah, it's the next. It's I think five. It's it's the next. What is it? One, two, three, four, five. It's the next six entrants that are all just like wet fucking farts. Yeah, um, and and really bad a couple <laughs> particular ones, but we'll we'll get into it. Yeah. So, all right, probably, so Omas is probably like dread levels, right? Dread level. What are dread levels? Oh, I. I <laughs> fucking know what he means and that's weird that i know what he means uh i i understand you're insinuating he's got a gigantic cock he probably does he most likely has but right. i don't know what dread, i don't know what dread levels are or what there's you explain a porn it star named look dread. it up look it up there's a porn okay. star named dread and he you know okay <laughs> look it up i'll look it up later um okay so at this point because we get another of the little like times of the of, of that people have been in there, it's very clear that unless Jay wins it, nobody that is that is going to last over an hour that's going to witness. Because <laughs> it was like him at forty five minutes and Cody at like twenty, and you're like, oh, there's a very big disparity between the two. By the way, not on our poll, but when we were unofficially discussing things in the host thread, I did say Jay was my pick for the Iron Man of the Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bronson gets eliminated by Almas. Ivar attempts a springboard and Braun spears him out of the air. Uh, then Ivar gets eliminated by Braun. Yeah, that looked rough. Yeah. That but looked really fucking rough. Ivar can take it. Oh, of course. Uh, number 22. Now, again, this is if you believe it. Pat McAfee says that he was not told that he was entering the Rumble. That His was, music that was 22? Yep. Oh, Number 22 is Pat, Pat okay, McAfee. Okay, okay. No. So, this is where we talk about, like, if, if nobody told Pat McAfee he was in the Rumble, then you do have to sort of be like, what the fuck was he going to do? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, that he certainly the, wasn't dressed to compete, so. No, no, not at all. Yeah. So that, that sort of leads the cred- credence to it. He's too good of an actor for me to be able to discern if his like shock was legit or not. And he's a good enough athlete to go in there and do some spots if he was booked yeah. to do so, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a little weird. So he, he jumps into the ring, proceeds to see Omos and Braun. Then he jumps back out of the ring. It climbs like back. a ladder. Over yeah, the no, ring. there was yeah. there was no jumping. He drew carry Sorry, yeah. the shit. Yeah, he drew yep. carry the shit, yeah. Which, of course, is hilarious because I literally wrote down, he drew carries himself. (laughs) So Pat eliminates himself. So already you're just like, (sighs) all right. So 21 is a wasted fucking spot because almost there. 22 is a wasted spot. It's okay. The next one should be all right, right? Number 23, J.D. McDonough bobbles his head into the ring. I don't have a problem with that, though. He's a featured character on one of their main shows. Yeah, I have no problem with McDonough, but... My issue with McAfee, whether it was known or not, um, when I when I find You're out at the end, you steal my thing now, aren't you? You're gonna steal my thing now, aren't you? Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Okay. 
people like Chad Gable can't get in the Rumble, but McAfee can't. No, you can ask Adam. At, hey, I have a witness this time. Adam, how pissed was I at that Pac McAfee spot? We were both pissed. We were both. Yeah, I was gonna say you were too. We were like, "What the fuck? What a waste of a spot!" No, no, no. Here's the thing. I understand putting Pat McAfee in the Rumble. That wasn't my issue. My issue was that Damian Priest comes out in a couple spots, and he shouldn't have been in the Rumble. Sure. I I also (laughs) had a feeling that McAfee was going to be in there when. They started talking during the women's match about how Michael Cole has the longest time of any announcer. Mm-hmm. Yep. At that point, I immediately knew Pat McAfee was going in there, or Corey right. Graves was doing a spot in there. See, and Graves I would have been happy with because it would have been a return to wrestling for him. And I think he even mentioned something about he the He goes, fact they that, won't like, put me back in because they know I'll yeah. win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the other thing, too, is Pat gets back on commentary, and, he's, and he screams out, did you see that thing? Maybe referring to a big black guy as a thing, not the greatest look in the world. Yeah. That, could, that could be too. So, Almas gets it eliminated by Braun. Yep. So, yeah, so Almas gets eliminated. What? What did you say? I said it winked at him. It, well, okay, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> so, Almas gets eliminated by Braun, and then Dom runs over and eliminates Braun. So McDonough has not arrived to the match yet. He makes it all the way down, and Brown spears him on the outside. Yeah, I called that one, too. <laughs> I yeah. said, oh, no. Too. Oh, no, yeah. J.D. McDonough's about to get that Brock Lesnar, Heath, L- Heath Slater spot where he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, so Cole, of course, like you mentioned, talks about how he's happy. He's still the longest lasting announcer in there. Number 24, R-Truth arrives. So again, you have this chunk of fucking shit, and I'm not talking yes. about Vince's Friday night. <laughs> and and every, Why is he allowed to make the jokes? Everybody I'm just giving up in the arena point. is like pissed. They are actually oh, no, pissed when R-Truth comes out. Tell me I'm wrong. They're fucking pissed. You can hear the boos. So... No. <laughs> They were saying true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do, I do want you to remember this one in particular, but also the guys around him, because I am going to list off the people who were eligible to be in this match who were not in this match at the end. So just remember, R-Truth was in this one. R-Truth got two spots tonight because he had his fucking Rebel 1 earlier. So, our truth comes over. He it's grabs funny J- he's stupid. Yep. Um, the R stands for a word I don't say. Uh, truth throws JD is into the what ring. What word do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> I make a visual joke for everybody on the show, but not actually enunciate anything. And I still won't. Continue. So, Truth throws JD into the ring. JD then gets thrown out of the ring by Jay, so he only lasts three seconds. Which is probably a common theme in his life. Right. So JD yells at Truth, who tries to then go onto the apron and tag into the match because he has CTE. That was fucking funny, dude. I will say, I was actually entertained by that. that. I appreciate that Dominic (laughs) sold it. Like, should I tag him? Like, he looked around, he was like, should I? Should I do it? So I will say... Cole, God love the man, was like, 
He's not even holding the tag rope. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did do that. That was good. Yeah. So Gunther puts Dom in a sleeper, which of course is he's far enough away that yeah, Truth is trying to to tag himself in. Dom tags Truth in. Truth comes in. He tries to do the five knuckle shuffle. He ran the wrong way. Because he didn't go to the side, he went for, and then Guther Guther stops him, and yeah, again, just yeah, number twenty five, another wasted spot. The Miz arrives. Miz and Guther go at it. Uh, Miz and Truth then do their stupid little dance routine. This was a spot I actually thought was kind of kind of funny. Miz tries to toss out Dom, but Truth stops him. And then Dom hits a six one nine on the miss. Number twenty six, Damien Priest wastes another spot considering he has the fucking money in the bank. He can cash in on a WrestleMania main event anytime he wants to. Yeah. But Corey made sure to say about nine times, why wouldn't you want to have more than one shot? Well, I guess I mean if you know you're gonna fail, then yeah, I guess that makes sense. But he's <laughs> This is the stupid thing about it, is like, if he wins this, and he, if yeah, if he surprised. wins the whole rumble, yeah, if he wins the whole Royal Rumble, then he gets a a championship match, and so let's say he wins a title at WrestleMania, so he's got a title and the fucking briefcase, so I guess you're like thinking, well, I guess if he loses the belt, he can instantly cash in. Well, just, I was it, thinking he could cash in on the other champion, and then we could reunite the titles again. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so the Priest U- wants the so- Uwu World Title Championship. Yes. Yeah. So Priest wants somebody to see fuck him, as evidenced by his shirt. Uh, the only good thing that he does in this match is he goes over, grabs our truth, and eliminates him. Well, okay. So to continue the story, I do appreciate the fact that Priest came in there and knocked Truth the fuck out. He just mm-hmm. hit him. With a fucking straight right. And I was like, yes! Yes! Thank you! <laughs> and then he tossed him out, which was great. Thank yep. you. Goodbye. Yeah, the, only tra- the only truth things I've enjoyed so far in the last three yeah. years. This and what happened on Monday. Priest hits us out the heaven on Gunther. And Cody suplexes Priest, but can't get him out. Number 27, CM Punk. Hopefully he doesn't quit this time. Body Punk comes on. out. Well, you know. Uh, so Punk comes down and uh, uh, takes out Dom and Miz. And he hits knees on everyone and then stands tall. Dom tries to eliminate Punk, but instead is reversed and Dom is eliminated by Punk. Speaking of people who don't give a shit about, number 28, Ricochet arrives. Where the fuck did he come from? Ricochet came out, and I was just like, oh, man. I don't think I've seen him since SummerSlam. No, and it was so late. It was so odd to put him in that 28. When normally 27, 28, 29, 30, those are your, like, big-name guys or your big surprise over that. Ricochet at 28 was just like, who, him? Why? That was a fail to me, because you could have had him at number four or five, and it would have been a different reaction. They would have been right. like, oh, look, Ricochet's here. Yeah, it would have been It would have been just like when The Miz came out, and you're just like, well, he's going to be gone soon. <laughs> Speaking of, 
Ricochet, Ricochet's, and, Ricochet's last yep. televised match was an Intercontinental title number one contendership fatal four-way on November 6th. <sighs> wow. Well, yeah. It was more, free, more recent than SummerSlam. Yeah. And he's had a bunch yeah. of a bunch of house show matches, but that's not. Ooh. My favorite part of Ricochet is that my wife irrationally His dick, hates him. His asshole? <laughs> yeah. Miz gets placed. Yep. Miz gets placed on the top rope and eats a Gunther chop and is eliminated. Number 29, Drew McIntyre enters. Drew catches Rick and just chucks him across the ring. Mm -hmm. Jay, who had lasted 50 minutes so far, then comes in. He gets spear, or he spears Gunther and then kicks him into the ropes. But Gunther is able to pull Jay over and eliminate him. So yeet. So yeet. He, he actually yeeted him over the top rope. He did eat him over the top rope. Uh, our last Ricochet's last televised victory that wasn't by disqualification, mm. June twenty sixth. Yes. It's so bad that when Adam went to cage match and searched Ricochet and said, "Are you really sure you want to do this?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean anybody else? It went, yeah, it, uh, it, 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 are you looking for Big Black Cox? The search yes. results went, who? Oh, that guy. Entry number 30, Sami Zayn. He goes right after Drew. And Priest gets thrown to the apron, but Gunther gets our very first idiot award for breaking it up. Then he gets another one by saving Drew. It's just doubling down on it. Ricochet then gets flipped over the top rope and is eliminated by Drew. So our six remaining individuals start to brawl, and Cody hits a pedigree? Mm-hmm. Why? Because he broke the throne years ago, so this is... Yeah, he's been doing that move since he came back. It's, it's so bonkers to me. Okay. I understood the I understood Punk hitting the pedigree because, of course, but him? Yeah. McIntyre then hits a future shock DDT on Punk and straight up tears his tricep. That's where it was. Yep. Yes, because you can instantly see Punk grab his arm and roll over to the side. Uh, Sammy hits an exploder on Drew and then he hits a haluva kick. And that's where they changed all the plans for WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Priest then takes him out. Sammy clotheslines Priest over the top, and Priest is eliminated by Sammy, and then Drew comes over and eliminates Sami Zayn. So we are down to our final four. Drew, Cody, Gunther, and a very injured CM Punk. All Raw superstars, but then again, everybody important on SmackDown wrestled in that fatal four-way. So Also, also SmackDown, SmackDown literally has the Elimination Chamber coming up, so it makes sense to try to showcase some Raw guys here. Do they, though? Because uh, on Raw, Nick Aldis and um, Adam Pearce seem to be discussing the terms of the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Made it sound like it well, was undecided. Yes, but it would be very odd if Elimination Chamber didn't have guys like AJ and LA Knight in it. So there's going, it's going to be represented by a lot more SmackDown guys. I feel. Sure. It's gonna be three and three. It's probably gonna be three and three. Yeah. Uh, I lost my spot. Okay. Uh, Rollins and Reigns are both watching from the skyboxes. Uh, Rollins just will not shut the fuck up. 
the entire time he's on camera, he's just ah, yeah, ah, yeah, just jaw jacking over that. Rain's, Rain's the opposite. Doesn't say yeah, a word. Stomach, yeah. and Paul Heyman's just talking in his ear. Mm-hmm. So I will say this uh, about uh, Quitty Boy. He does a great job of hiding his injury. Because for the rest of this match, you don't really notice it that much. Obviously, now that we know it, you can watch it and you can definitely see a little more of it. But at the time, I don't think anyone really thought, like, oh, shit, he's fucked up. Uh Cody hits a Cody Cutter on Gunther, but before he can eliminate him, Gunther hits a clothesline. Drew keeps chopping Punk. Gunther and Drew then look at each other. Punk goes into the corner and Drew misses the Claymore. Punk picks up Drew for the GTS but can't keep him up. McIntyre kicks Cody with a Claymore and knocks his fucking tooth out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. Uh, McIntyre, when he hits the claymore to Cody, knocks Cody's tooth out. You can literally see it lying in the middle of the fucking mat. Yeah. He then hits Punk with a claymore, and Drew tells Punk he is not the same kid from 10 years ago. Punk picks up Drew and dumps him over the top ropes, eliminating him. I love that. You know, not even oh. knowing anything about the injuries or whatever, but just the story of. of Drew being like, I'm not the same kid I was 10 years ago. Your ass belongs to me. And then Punk eliminates him. Yeah. And then, of course, what happened on Monday, and then Drew posting a TikTok saying he's not skipping tricep day. All of it's great. Drew's troll yes. is fabulous. Yes. Yeah. And again, there's still people who, are, who think that Drew McIntyre is not under contract. Or hasn't signed a new contract. It's like, we're talking mania plans with this dude. You really think they haven't re-signed him already? Just because none of your your three insiders know the details of his contract? Anyway. Gunther boots down Cody, then dropkicks Punk. He powerbombs him, and Cody reverses the powerbomb. Cody goes over the top, and then he pulls Gunther over and eliminates him. Okay, I actually really like the way they did that. Because it looked like Cody was in serious trouble. But mm-hmm. he just held on to Gunther's head and just squeezed him over the top rope. Yeah. That was it's the same thing they did last year, though. What's yeah, it was. The, uh, the Gunther spot earlier where he was like kind of uh, in like a cross and like somewhat pulled over before getting back into it, I liked that a lot more because I was like, oh, he's going to get eliminated. Nope, he's fine. So Roman doesn't seem very happy about the fact that it's down to either Cody or Punk. Um. Which made me think, like, you'd rather face Gunther? My <laughs> like, God. I don't know. Given that choice, I think I'd rather fight the fucking guy who's geriatric than the guy that could chop the shit out of me. Yeah. Punk has taken the time to tell the refs that he's hurt. And Cody and Punk trade blows. Cody Power slams Punk. And Punk WrestleMania the... spots. <laughs> yes. Punk reverses the Cody Cutter into three German suplexes. Uh, Punk hits a running bulldog, and then he showboats. Uh, then he goes for the GTS, but Cody reverses it into the crossroads, which is then reversed after that. Cody tries to, or Punk tries to comp. Jesus Christ! Punk tries to dump Cody, but can't. So now Punk finally hits the go to sleep, and uh, he goes for another GTS, and Cody tries to pull them both over the top ropes. Punk then hits a pedigree of his own. He calls out that he didn't wait 10 years to lose to Dusty's kid. 
He picks off for another GTS, and Cody blocks it and throws him over the top ropes, eliminating Punk, and Cody Rhodes wins. Now, we couldn't see Cody's face right before he threw Punk out, but McAfee made it sound like Cody was saying, I'm not Dusty's kid anymore, and then tossed him over the top rope. If Cody did articulate that, I do wish they showed that angle, because that would have been a fun little... uh, you know, shot back at Punk, who was like, I didn't come here to lose to Dusty's kid. Yeah. So, most eliminations is Braun and Cody with four. Uh, Jimmy was most useless with 34 minutes without elimination. The list of individuals not in this match. Akira Tozawa. Right. Akira Tozawa, who was listed as being in this match. Uh... Apollo Crews, both Creed brothers, Chad Gable, Dexter Loomis, who nobody can find, Giovanni Vinci, even though his two stable members were in there, Jinder. Uh, oh, that's right. He did get knocked up. Yeah. Okay. Jinder uh, Mahal, Johnny Gargano, Odyssey Jones, Otis, <laughs> Sanga, Tommaso Ciampa, Veer, Xavier Woods, uh, Occam Razor, Angel Garza, Angela Dawkins, Ashanti the Adonis, Cameron <laughs> Grimes, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Cruz del Toro, Dragon Lee, Elton Prince, Umberto, Joaquin Wilde, Carl Anderson, Kit Wilson, Luke Gallows, Piton Montez Ford, Solo Sokoa, which I understand that one, Tyler Bates, Zion Quinn, and Brock Lesnar, all not in this match, but instead we got an R-Truth spot. Well, Brock, so it makes I up mean... for it. That supposedly Brock, he was booked for the match. Yeah, if, if you if you believe uh, Meltzer, which I never do, he claims that Braun was inserted into Brock's spot and got all of his eliminations, and that apparently Brock was going to be eliminated by Dom. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, no. no. No, but I do believe Brock would have been the one to eliminate Omas. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think Ricochet was Brock's spot. Might have been. Absolutely might have been. Close to the end of the match, Brock doesn't have to do much, and then goes in, does a few suplexes, boom, he's in, uh, out of the match. <clears throat> but we, had that, we had that great video. I can't remember if it was on SmackDown or on .com uh, of Alpha Academy. With Otis, uh, Otis preparing for the rumble and Chad being like, "What's your strategy? Don't leave your feet. Got it." Yeah. And none of them were in the match. No. Well, Maxine was. Well, you know. <laughs> what yeah. I mean. Yeah. They none, none of those three were in the match at all. And then again, we not having Xavier Woods in there was weird, yeah. considering like. If if you're just gonna throw him out early or whatever like that, just give him the ricochet spot because at least Xavier Woods has been on TV more than a couple of months ago. Right. Yeah. Um, it just it well, was Lamar weird. Montez Ford feels like a complete swing and a miss. Like, how do you not have this guy in the Rumble? But you know, I, I guess I guess to do the spot where AOP came out and do that right. brawl, so that, that it'd make it. I, I guess it makes sense to not have any of the Squirt Profits in there. Um, other than Bobby, and did not have anyone from uh, the Final Solution other than Karrion Cross. But again, that's like not, that's not the name. <laughs> it's I mean, close it might as well be. <laughs> no, but again, 
one of, one of the great things about the Rumble is, that we had talked about was, hey, we don't have every single person announced. And then they turned around and announced 10 fucking people. And then two of the people they announced weren't in the fucking match then after that. Right. Which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, why did you announce them in the first place then? If you were just going to fucking take them, just don't fucking announce them. Just leave it, leave it at the 10 people you said before, because that was fine. Like, people are going to buy tickets to Royal Rumble. People are going to buy the, or go to Peacock and watch the pay-per-view because it's a Royal Rumble. They don't give a fuck if you announce that Bobby Lashley is in there or not. I saw the dumbest fucking post. Somebody, somebody had posted a thing that basically said, oh, there were no surprise entrants, and, you know, Cody wins again. It's the worst Rumble ever. It just proves that Triple H does not a book a Rumble. Fuck your face, dude. There's not yep. anywhere you, near you close. Can't be, you can't be more wrong. About about anything that you just said. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. In my in my personal opinion, the men's rumble was kind of boring, but there's been much worse. Yes, hundred yeah. oh, percent much worse. And there was, like I said, there was that lull in the middle of, yeah. of annoyance where you had things like our truth and Omas. But I like the fact that Triple H was like, "No, we're not gonna fucking dance around this until we get to Perth." Cody wins. Cody is going to Mania. Thank you, Hunter, for putting a fucking pin, even though we're kind of, you know, faking like he's going to choose Seth. But I, I do like the fact that we were like, no, on this night, we're, we're, we're putting Cody as the winner of this match. There is no other fucking question about it. He's main eventing WrestleMania. I mean, yes... Yes, there was only one surprise, one real surprise in the men's rumble. That's Andrade. But uh, Sammy came back, and he had been off TV for a couple months. But what the, this, you know, the roster is so deep. I don't. I mean, I you you appreciate the legend spots. Just be like, oh, cool, it's fucking Diesel or whatever. But at no point do you watch that and go, oh yeah, Diesel's got a shot at winning the Royal Rumble this no, year. No. <laughs> And so it still kind of feels like it's just a wasted spot. It's a cool, you know, it's a cool pop for that moment. But overall, yeah. it just kind of feels like, yeah, okay, that was fun. But it's obviously not nothing's going to come of that. I mean, how Whereas, many people in the predictions had anyone other than Cody or Punk? Uh, we had two. We had two Gunters. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so essentially, there were a lot of wasted spots because everyone sort of knew it was going to be one of yeah two or three people. But, but if you look at it like. Nobody, obviously, there's a ton of people that we know are not going to win it. But logically, as like a um, as a GM, since we've got GMs this time, what's the logic of putting Pat McAfee in there? Right. I I fully understand the logic of putting Andrade in there. Mm-hmm. Not only because it's a fucking pop, but also because of the fact it's like this is a guy who's a former champion. Having Naomi in the first one is a former champion. You know. Having Jordan Grayson there is like, here's somebody who, you know, can make a name for themselves like that. So logically, it makes sense for those ones. It makes more sense than it was back in the day when you used to literally have like fucking Vicky Guerrero show up in a rumble and you're just like, who would book that? Right. Who would think that she's anything but somebody who's just going to get chucked out? But yeah, I, I get it. There's no fucking real reason 
for putting JD McDonough in there because we know he's a bitch, you know. You really hate JD McDonough, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I I understand putting Omas in there because it gets Breaker over that Breaker eliminated a guy the size of Omas. Well, yeah, Omas is going to be he's going to be booked like the Great Cully was. He's going to be booked as a an attraction. It's going to be a case of like this guy is never going to be world champion, but he's probably going to be sort of that main event adjacent because it it's a cool look. He's, he's a huge friggin' guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, go ahead, Adam. Yes, so points. Uh, like Troy said, points to Ginger, points to Jord, points to Troy, points to Bobby Eaton, points to Nick H. And points to Dr. Glashen for the surprise entrant picks. And point to Lindsay for picking Cody Rhodes. The only one who picked Cody Rhodes in the poll. Uh, which brings us to your totals. It's like that. So, oh, and uh, by the way, negative five. Oh, sorry. Um, negative five points to Jackson for, for picking Brock Lesnar as a surprise entrant. Because we did warn you that we would take five. <laughs> Why he did it, Jack, uh, Jackson, buddy? That I'm I'm fine with that. It's a, it's a funny joke. You picking Bianca Belair as a, a surprise entrance? Like, what do you think, bro? <laughs> you, you know that doesn't count. <laughs> so in thirteenth place uh, with negative three points, Jackson. <laughs> uh, tied for tenth with two points, Sal, God's a Juggalo, and Doctor Glashen. This is out of a possible six. Uh, tied for fifth place with three out of a possible six. Uh, Bruno, Ginger, Fetus Rhodes, Jord, Nick H. Uh, tied for second place with four out of a possible six. Troy, myself, and Ooh. Jason. And Ooh. Jason. And in uh, first place. I that. Who? <laughs> Bobby Eaton. And in first place. Bobby, that was all <laughs> Oh, by their lonesome. Five out of a possible six. Lindsay, good job. Nicely done. Now that it's almost 1 a.m. on the East Coast, <laughs> what can we quickly talk about from Raw and NXT? What? Uh, okay, well, uh, I'll dive right in. Um, I thought they did a nice, cute little job of making you think that Cody wasn't going to pick Roman, ultimately. I mean, I guess we'll find out tomorrow night. But See, I, yeah, I, we know who Cody's going to pick. He pretty much picked him out during the pyro on uh, on the Rumble. Yeah, I wasn't as big a fan and screamed at him. Um, I wasn't as big a fan of that of that segment. Because Seth's argument to me made no fucking sense. I, I agree. I mean, no, but what I can appreciate what they're trying to do because they just want to stretch it out and make it have drama, but no, Seth's argument made no fucking sense, and why the fuck would he pick Seth? He's already beat Seth three times in a row. <laughs> Seth's argument is you don't want to take the you don't want to take the lazy man's title for the a glamour. Title. You want to take you want to take the workhorse title. No, Cody wants to take the lazy man's title and return it to the work, being a workhorse title. And then Cody doubled down and was like, I know what Dusty would pick, but it doesn't matter what Dusty would pick. I'm not Cody. Seth doubled down, and I was like, Oh no, it kind of does. Because this whole story is he's doing it for his dad. He's going to win the yeah. belt his dad can win. So do it, do it for your father. Pick this title that's only been around for three months, six months, whatever. 
Yeah, it was a nice little effort by Seth, but I thought it was pointless. <clears throat> Seth's promo was good. Uh, I thought that uh, DIY and Judgment Day was really good. I oh, enjoyed fantastic. that. Fantastic. Great match. Uh, when 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 they say our first hour is going to be commercial free, and that and then that entire first commercial free hour is <laughs> this tag team title match. Yeah, mm-hmm. fabulous. Great fabulous. match. And then, they, and then they beat the fuck out of our truth. So I'm here for the whole fucking thing. That uh, yes, would be. Um, maybe ease up on doing title matches on Raw for the next few weeks because the champs are like 13 now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look recently. Because you can't win because as you continue to get fucking assholes, it'll be like, ooh, this guy's held the belt for this many days without defending it. So, and then you get the same thing where it's like, oh, the title's defended too many times, the title matches don't mean anything. I mean, the thing is, I knew Kofi had no shot in hell. Not against a 500-day reign with barely any builds. (laughs) Like, it was fine. It was a good TV match, but... At least DIY, I kind of thought, oh, maybe. <laughs> I still think they will. Yeah, but... eventually. Uh, so we open the show with the official announcement that Pat McAfee is back on back in the booth for Monday Night Raw alongside Michael Cole. Uh, <coughs> NXT just... was unchanged. NXT remained unchanged. No talk of Wade Barrett. They just didn't bring him up on Raw. Um, I know there's speculation that he'll be there with Corey tomorrow night, but I guess we'll find out. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> McAfee's in, CM Punk is out. Yeah. Yep. And people are already saw online. Dipshits online are already saying, "No, he can't be hurt because if his if his tricep was torn, he wouldn't have been able to throw those forearms at Drew." He did it in the Moxley match and didn't have a fucking not, problem. He wrestled for like a month with a torn dress. <laughs> yeah, not how your not that's not how your art works, pal. Right? Didn't we watch Punk finish the match with Moxley two years ago when he tore his tricep? Exactly what Jason just said. Triple H finished a oh, match yeah. with his quad up in his fucking dick. But, yeah. Well, I mean, finished the match. He sat in a Boston crab. But anyway, Vince McMahon finished a threesome with a chick covered in shit. <laughs> right. These are things that happen sometimes. Speaking of which, Johnny is still with us. (laughs) He's sleeping. Okay. Um, Actually, Punk's promo was really fucking good. I appreciate it. Reverse. Uno reverse. I drugged him. (laughs) I I appreciated Punk being like, you know, who who really has it hard? Like, yeah, I got hurt, but there's people fighting cancer. There's people who are firefighters. Like, that was nice. And then... Drew coming out there and just and 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 what was obviously an actual like legit story like that he's yeah. you could tell he was actually talking about people that he knows people that he has he's friends with and you see him getting emotional it was a nice touch. Now I I, I always give Christian Cage credit for for being that shitbag heel who will fucking just go to oh, levels. <clears throat> yeah, to just go to levels that well, that Santa are so detestable, switching. right? Santa was wishing uh, that Rey Mysterio died in yeah. surgery. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's along the same vein as this. Drew comes yeah. out there and he, you know, kisses ass for a little bit, and then he goes, "I just wanted to let you know that I prayed this would happen, and it came true." And the whole crowd was like, "Holy shit!" Did he just say that? <laughs> that was fucking also, crazy. 
then went on his TikTok to show himself working out with the caption, never skip, skip tricep, tricep day. <laughs> yeah, him, him stomping the show out of punk really enforced that, like, oh, although, he is, like, the top heel right now. Well, although here's the thing is that by the time Punk gets back from his injury, Drew might not be there anymore. Again, I am almost positive he has resigned. <laughs> yeah. Um, they transitioned that nicely to have Sammy come out and, and make the save. And I thought the match, the main event, was fucking... It was really good for a TV match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Edge, Edge said, I think in an interview, talking about Christian Cage, um, why he's such a good heel. Um, I don't have the exact quote in front of me at the moment. But something to the effect of... Um, at some point, it became it became normalized that that heels think they're cool, and Christian doesn't. Christian isn't trying to be cool. He goes out there in a in a, in a turtleneck for fuck's sake. And to me, that's it's very much it's it's kind of the same thing with Drew right now. Drew's not Drew's not trying to be cool. Drew's not trying to be the, a bad guy. You know, bad boy, a bad guy. He he's trying to show the world that he's that he's you know worth it and and. He doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. He's and getting also, the top. He no got screwed what. over by the bloodline. Yeah. He got screwed. This is the old Bret Hart heel turn. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I got screwed by Vince McMahon and the WWE. Oh, wait. No, that's somebody else. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. This whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> but that's kind of been Drew's platform. And now he can be like, I'm the one who took CM Punk out. Um, Drew McIntyre is he getting the world title at, at Mania? Is that what we're doing now? No, I'd be. I'd have no issues with that. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't think it's Seth. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think it's Drew. Who do you think it is? I I don't know, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be Drew. Jason, what do you think? Drew McIntyre gets the world title shot against Seth or at Mania? No. Who do you think gets it? Gunther. Or, it's, or if Drew gets it, it's only in the form of a triple threat with him and Sammy. Okay, okay. And then Priest cashes in on all of those motherfuckers. <laughs> and then maybe you get the feel-good Sammy finally wins it moment. That would be something. And I'm not going to lie, you're talking about speaking of the main event. After Drew's little promo and Gorilla, I thought they were going to give Sammy the win, but... <laughs> It does make more. It does make more sense for Drew to. Keep but I the, liked how they got to to Drew winning because he literally just covered up, and oh, kind of elbowed you in the dick. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about your cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really have anything. And the ref did a good off. job. The ref did a good job there too because I caught it in the replay as the ref is checking on Sammy. You know, because Sammy's balls hurt now, and and. <laughs> Drew hits him. Drew hits him with the claymore, and you see the ref basically go, "Come on!" Uh, I don't think I have anything else from Raw. Anything from NXT? Yes. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part of NXT this week was the Chase funeral. Um, yeah. Just because that video started with "Tell me a lie," and that's fucking exactly awesome. yes. <laughs> I I also died laughing at Duke Hudson say uh, I threatened some students yes and I, I mean I asked them for help <laughs> that whole segment was fucking fantastic you guys you guys buying a calendar 
I mean, okay, I, that was. I, the, I believe in supporting higher education. That's all. There you go. Exactly. That was the only thing that was a little bit cringe. Is in this day and age, that's that's the story we're running with. Is is girls in bikinis are going to sell calendars and they're going to save the because university. you see, eventually, it will occur to JC that she's the only reason Chase U exists, and will demand it become Jace U. <laughs> JC U. Uh, other than that, yeah. Lexus uh, King looked really good this week. I thought. I thought he did backstage. good. That's decent. Yeah. Yeah. I like the backstage. Dijak tries to murder Joe Gacy the same way Solo Sokoa tried to murder AJ Styles. So stupid! The overacting of Gacy. Look, it's so high before he throws him in it. And then he just showed up out of the dumpster and was like, "I can do a no DQ match. Sounds good to me." That was dumb. That was pretty fucking dumb. Also, I'm not exactly sure why Ava is the general manager as far as, like, what did she do to earn that? Also, why the fuck was she on SmackDown? Let's just say it involved Vince and Johnny Laurinaitis. No, that's The Rock's cousin. Don't you dare. Oh, daughter. Daughter. Nia's his cousin. But anyway. there was no, there was no, but the, there was no reason for her to be on SmackDown during the Royal Rumble number selection segments. Well, Nick sure, Aldis was sure teaching Nicole's, her how to be a GM. I'm pretty sure Nick Aldis knows how to operate an iPad. Well, no, they were saying because NXT superstars were going to be involved. So, yeah, that's oh, what I thought. Also, what does that make Shawn Michaels and William Regal in in Canada? Well, Regal. G- Regal G- never said he was. GM's emeritus. <laughs> the only time we're going to see Regal is war game season. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think I don't think they ever ever mentioned that Regal was like back as a GM or some of that. I think it's I think it's yeah. always that he just, Ava he just is, showed up to pass the torch. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like Ava is the GM, but Shawn Michaels is like is sheriff, like sheriff. president of NXT <laughs> yeah. or like the the. You know, but obviously he would delegate down to her, I guess. But I, I, I think I mostly it's because they're they're done with her being an in ring person. So well, at least for now. I mean, she's twenty two, so she can get it back. But yeah, it hasn't looked. It hasn't been a, a great start to her career. Um, Fallon Henley. Mm-hmm. Hey, good a- job. Had a really nice night in NXT. Uh, she, she to me is is right in that position of of the next baby face to be. Well, I feel uh, like Tiffy's champ. about to get called up. Yeah, she yeah. for sure is about to get called up. Tiffy, Carmelo, and Trick are all, and Braun probably are all probably on their way Roxanne to Roxanne too. Later. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume this Sunday is Roxanne's sort of farewell to NXT. Oh yeah, I think so. Put Lyra over, have her go down. Yeah. I think pretty much everyone that was in the Rumble from NXT is getting called up at some point in time in the next couple of months. Well, Carmelo's basically doing double duty at this point anyway. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, he is. He's and now that we've, we've had Trick on. Yeah. That's the only yeah. thing with, with, with Melo. If they play this up with, and Trick wins the title, there's a lot more for him to do in NXT. With, with You have to feud with Trick and then this, you know. But we'll see, because obviously they like Mello as No, you uh, don't. Remember, Waller took out Gargano, and then Gargano got called up. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Yeah, the only thing is, is that if Trick is also coming up, it really puts a big fucking damper on both of his matches for Vengeance Day. Oh. I don't think Trick is coming up yet. No, I don't no. Think yeah, no. Um, yeah, let me go from that. We go from the highest of highs with the Chase funeral uh, to the lowest of fucking lows with Von Wagner in a fucking Heritage Cup match. Excuse me, his kids were there to watch him. Uh, okay. No, those are Robert Stone's kids. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Dude, he clearly slope-fucked Robert Stone's wife. But maybe, maybe before Robert Stone married her? Maybe it's a Liz Flair situation. Anyway, it was a Heritage Cup match, so it sucked balls anyways. Um, but your main, event, your main event chat segment with Ilya and Trick and Carmella. Um, I think we got some nice, some good story here. Uh, we got they, they got to play up the tension uh, with Carmella because Carmella wants Trick to focus on the Dusty Classic finals, but Trick also has to face uh, uh, Ilya for the, for the title. So... No, they played that really nicely. I thought I thought Shawn Michaels did a good job booking that at the end because they told the right story. Trick is trying to focus on two things, but good luck because one of them is really going to need his full attention if he's going to win, which means he's going to lose both. But we'll talk about that in the predictions. Now, which we're going to do right now. Uh, so point your browser window to rundownwrestling.com. Why, Troy? Why? <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> uh, right at the top of the post for this episode. NXT you asked me to today. make a predictions poll. I did. I'm not going to read that second one. That's not offensive. <laughs> it's unnecessary. No. I'm sure you're reading a little bit as offensive. Uh, put, <laughs> put your name in there. We start with your men's Dustin Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. <laughs> Three Wolf Moon. Nice. <laughs> uh, Baron Corbin and Braun Brick. Uh, versus the Trick Mellow Gangbang, Mellow Hayes, and Whoop That Trick. It's the Wolf Dogs. Whoop that trick. trick. Uh... Who are the tag champs right now? Good question. That was the family. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Wolf Dogs. Worst fucking name. <laughs> Ginger? Wolf. Troy? I love that this is named after Baron Corbin's lone wolf character. Because that makes total sense. Yeah, I'm going three Wolf Moon. Sap. Wolf dogs. There you go. Uh, no disqualifications, no holds barred. Anything goes. Hardcore porn match. Dijak off in your eye versus Joey Gacy. Uh, Jason, who you got? Uh, I got to be Dijak. He's got to win a pay per view match at some point. Ginger? Same. Troy? Yeah, let's go with Dijak. Sal? Uh, I'm going with Gacy. <laughs> they're not going to have Dijak win a pay per view match. Come on now. I'm going with Dijak on this one. Six-person mixed tag team match. The family, Tony D'Angled Penis, 
Channing <laughs> Sax Lorenzo and Italian Indy Hartwell. Why is she Those... Italian Indy Hartwell? Because she looks <laughs> like Indy Hartwell. She looks she like Indy Hartwell. Andy Harwell yeah. is Italian, by the way, but that's okay. OTM, which like is the team of Lucian, Lucian Prick, Bronco Busta, and Jada Pinkett Parker. Ginger? I have, I have fun. You do, and we appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to go Jada Pinkett Parker. <laughs> Troy? I got to call the family because it would be weird to have them lose this match considering they're the tag champs. So. Yeah, I'm going the family. I'm going to actually extend this. I'm going to say that they need to find somebody to counter scripts, and we'll get that at the WrestleMania NXT, the uh, stand and deliver. And the person they find to counter scripts is going to be Enzo More. Oh my no, god! It's no, it's not. It's going to be. It's going to be Nunzio. No, Nunzio is like 55 years old. It's not going to be Nunzio. <laughs> Uh, nope. I'm going. I'm going with OTM just for the fuck of it. How about you, Jason? Uh, OTM <laughs> lost the title match, so I think for them to stay relevant, they need to win this match that doesn't damage the champions at all because titles aren't on the line. Rizzo probably mm-hmm. takes the pin, and I got OTM winning. Sure. NXT North American Championship. Oba Fem- is that supposed to say feminine? And you just missed a syllable. Oba Femine Products. Yes. Uh, defending against Dragon Dong. <laughs> Troy, you start this one. They're not taking off Oba already. Yeah. Sal? No. Oba retains. Oba does retain. Jason? Uh, Oba. Ginger? Oba. NXT Women's Championship, Lyra... <laughs> Lyra Vilakiria. <laughs> defending Close against up. Roxanne Perez. Sal? Let's go with Lyra. Yeah, I'm going to go Lyra as well, Jason. Lyra. Ginger. Lovakiria, is that what it's uh... Sure. Her name is, her name is Lyra Vicuria. Valkyria. Because, Valkyria, because they couldn't call her Lyra Valkyrie anymore. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Vicurious. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better one. There you go. There you go. Troy. I think it's Lyra. Yeah, because uh, like we said, I think Roxanne's getting called up. Okay. Uh, and you're in XT Championship match. Ilya Dragunov defending against Dick Williams. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm <laughs> Thank you for this, Troy. I'm going Dick on this one. <laughs> as Jason. you should. Much as I love Trick, I just don't think it's his time yet. I think Dragunov retains. Hi, right, Ginger. Dragunov. Troy. Trick. Sal. Dragunov. Click that black submit button. And we'll talk all about it next week. I, I, I'm so happy that you discovered how to put that little text in the, in the, the thank Me you too. box. I really uh, am. So, um, unless anybody has anything else to say. Nope. Well, this was fun, gentlemen. Good to have you back, Ginger. Yeah, good to have you Until next week. Many bearded faces. We'll hang Dong after the show's over. Yeah, yeah we got to drop, sure. too. <clears throat> That's for the nice. OnlyFans guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ginger, welcome. <laughs> welcome back anytime, my friend. Thank you. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll get back. That means we will run your ass down next time. Come on.
Tschüss.